Recorded live. Jump by motherfucker. What's up? What's up? <laughs> it's a drive by. I'm driving by. You, uh, it's a fishing. to get to heaven, got to get him a little hell. Shit. All right. What's going on, Don? Shit. You want to get to heaven, you got to give him a little hell, y'all. Come on. <laughs> want to get to heaven? Oh, yeah. Anyway, you know I'm good. You got a good voice now. You got a good voice going on. Ah. <laughs> well, I actually need another beer. You haven't even heard my real voice until I get in, loosened up enough, you know. Then, ooh, watch out. She. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm kidding. Actually, it's when I'm sober that I sing the best. Complete sobriety, actually. Can you imagine that? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, man, I'm just kidding. Anyway, so, no, you don't... So, how's it going? That's a much, actually. I just got home, fucking... My yeah. throat's a little dry right now, probably because of the fucking change of uh, weather out here in California, mm. but hey, some water will do the trick. 
California knows how to party. California knows how to party. In the room. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, probably not. They want me to say in the city. Think about that. In that song, it's so brainwashing because it goes, in the city, city of Compton, right? So, yeah. wow, that's brainwashing the people, you know, into believing in these, these cities. City of Compton, city of, of Inglewood, city of Long Beach, city of, you know, city of. Insidious, basically. Yeah, insidious. Yeah. Insidious, city law, hideous, pity, kitty claws, try to get me like Santa Claus. Better yet, <laughs> maybe even ridiculousness with this ridiculous cause, structure of bottom C, without a punction and a hyphen, hyphen without um, atrocities. Anyways, you know what I'm doing? Honestly, on um, let me tell you. Uh, I'm doing something in my life I'm, it makes me feel good, first of all. And that's taking my knowledge and using it for good. So you got you guys should all do that. If you have your talent, use all the stuff that you have, you know, for good. Try to do something for, you know. It would help me a lot. If you did that, we could start a whole wave of, of positivity in this world and bring a golden age. Yeah. Starts with each and every one of us. The change in the inside in order to change the outside. Right. The external and but the it, internal. Mm-hmm. But it actually can happen like if people just do stuff that they know is good, you know? Yeah, like, even Nike, good thought, good yeah like Nike. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Nike said, you know, like Nike's slogan just do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Just do it. Did they say that? Just do it, yeah. That's their little slogan. No, I'm just kidding. I remember that shit. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, well, see, that, again, see, that that's another form of brainwashing right there. Just do it. That is, think about that, just, right? Something is just. If something is just, then it's just is a, is, is a verb, right? When I say that's just, that's a verb. I'm saying just as a verb. Can I play a recording of some guy going into court and he actually filed some pa- He actually did the paperwork route and, uh, and, uh, you know, I, he, he actually did the paperwork route, you know, and I told him to just go in there and fucking, you know, handle it, hammer it. And, uh, he could hear the judge saying, what the fuck is this? Pretty much. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Don't well, let me hear it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Fuck yeah. Let's hear your shit. All right, with DUI, How you doing today? I'm here for the matter. Um, I believe there's a mistake. Where's the proper notice? And I'm going to deal with your honor. Who is liable for the name? What is your death? Where is the person who claims that I made a claim? Hold on a second. Is he saying, can you, can you, 
can you basically, who, who's liable for the name? And then the judge is saying what? Hold on. Well, let's, I'm going to play it back, back over again. But meet out a little bit because I feel like. No, I mean, it's, it's fine. I mean, it's, it's fine. It's not me. It's just you have poor audio. But let me, let me just, let me mute out just in case. Just in case. Yeah. Here, hold on. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Hold on a second. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right, here we go. Muting. There you go. Now, no static. All right, cool. Are you doing today? I'm here for the matter. Um, I believe there's a mistake. Where's the proper notice? And I want to deal with you honorably. Hey, just so you know, you still can't hear the judge. Oh, he's not talking yet. He's not talking. This guy's talking, and then the judge is reading his paperwork right now. He's about to speak. I know, and so make sure we can hear the judge's voice because it sounds All different right. than the other guy. Yeah. All right. I flip the volume up and put the the phone in here real quick. Right. I'm gonna play it all over again. All right. Start all over. Charlie DUI, Mary DeBay, police off. How you doing today? Good. Good. I'm here for the matter. Um, I believe there's a mistake. Where's the proper notice? And I want to deal with you honorably. Who is liable for the name? What is your destination? Back, where is the person who claims that I made a claim? Peaceful inhabitant, friend of the court. All right, so should I accept this as your not guilty plea? You're charged with a crime, sir. What does this have to do with me, sir? Sir, I'm not going to play this game with you. Are you talking? I don't have to play this game. Are you a lot of judges do. I'm speaking. You're going to be quiet. Otherwise, you'll find out what kind of citizen I am. Understood. You have a choice to make. You can enter a plea of not guilty and fight these charges. I invite you to do that. State of Florida says you're operating a motor vehicle while in the airport of an alcoholic beverage and controlled substance. Do you understand? I would love to meet the person there. Do you understand? Yes, sir. All right. So what's going to happen is you have a choice to make. Then are believe not guilty and move forward and fight these charges. Hire the attorney of your own choosing, or if you qualify, receive the services of the Office of Public Defender. Do you understand that? I comprehend. All right. Or you could enter, or you could enter a play a dumb contest. Admit it was you. Admit you were driving. Admit the state had jurisdiction over you. Which would you like to do? I would love to meet the person that claims that I made a claim. Sir, you got a choice. You can enter a play of not guilty, or you can enter a play of guilty. Let me explain to you. If I hear I'd like to meet the claim that made the person who made the claim, I'm going to find that you're a possible flight risk and don't understand what's going on. I'm going to remand you to the custody of the sheriff of Broward County. So you have a simple decision to make. You can enter a plea of not guilty and say you didn't do it, which appears to be everything you're saying. Or you can enter a plea of guilty, but we're not going to play this mumbo-jumbo, I want to hear a claim and all this other stuff. Not guilty or guilty? I would love to receive a court date. All right, then. So you're pleading not guilty. That was a yes, not. That will satisfy me. So I don't play not guilty. Good luck to you, Mr. Hackers. Thank you, sir. You have a great. You guys are doing a great job in here today. Thank you. You're a great judge. All right, your name, sir? And there he go. He submitted to the jurisdiction of the court. The fear kicked in. And <laughs> well, how, how did he submit to the jurisdiction, in your opinion? He said it right there. The, 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 the judge is asking him. The judge, the judge is asking him the question. So what? What do you want to do? You know? And he said, I don't want you. To, he pretty much said, Stop saying, I want to meet the one who's making the claim that there's a claim. Yes or no? Did you understand? He, he kept saying, "Do you understand?" And he said, "Yes." 
I comprehend. And there you go. Easy. Easy stuff, baby. Uh, because in the beginning... In the be- that doesn't mean for... No, no, hold on, bud. Remember, the judge is just a referee. But... Would you just hear it? He, he, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play it all right now in the where the part where he says, "All right, well, something about you're gonna submit jurisdiction." Like he says something about submitting jurisdiction. Hold on, the, the judge says that somewhere in there. Let me find it real quick. Hold on. All right, there you go. Look, at, let's hear this part. See, he said, "See, I have jurisdiction over you, right?" Yeah. I comprehend. Okay, so. Which would, yeah, you see, he saw like. Maybe you were driving and they had jurisdiction over you, is what he said. Maybe you were driving and they had jurisdiction over you. Right? That's what he was, that's what the judge said. So that doesn't mean that he gave up personal jurisdiction. But the thing about it is, if he showed up to the place on the date of the ticket, that's a general appearance. And that qualifies as giving up jurisdiction, just the action alone. See, they judge you. Contracts can be formed based on your conduct, too. You know that, right? Not just your written shit, but your conduct also can form contracts. So if you show up to court on the date... Shit, on the date that you said you were going to or whatever that you signed your name to or you signed a name and you said that that was your name or whatever, sorry about that then, hey man you know, you got basically you get yourself into a contract yeah. then he went to, when he went to the uh, jury when he went to the jury trial uh, <clears throat> they changed the name on the paperwork. Let me see what he says. He says, I, I sent him a message saying, great job, either way, brother. Did you go the paperwork route by any chance? Would it be best if you have asked a question what? unexpected? Oh, I'm reading my message I sent him. But this was like three years ago. I told him, great job, either way, brother. Did you go the paperwork route by any chance? Would it be best if you have asked a question unexpected? Says you and sir. Can that be the name he's speaking to? Fight the charges. What is there to fight, Judge? I believe I'm here to help you settle the matter honorably. Trial, would it be best okay. to point out there's a... And then he said, he said, I did then. False evidence yeah. appearing real. Okay, 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 okay. Please stop. Please stop. Okay. Listen, let me tell you something. What you're doing is the same thing as a challenge to the personal jurisdiction. When you when you sit there and ask questions, you're just challenging personal jurisdiction in a different way. Okay? That's the thing you have to make people drill at home so people listening will understand what you're, what you're doing. You guys, if you don't know about this, Jedi Mikey is, has a way with words, but he, he talks quite, you know, he, he's very extensively read about this stuff. He knows about liability, taking liability for the name and all that stuff. And 
but I'm here to just just basically say, you know, show you how in law what he's saying is correct. Like, it, you, once you can asking questions like that is 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 almost exactly like just continu- continuously pre- presenting a challenge to the jurisdiction. But uh, I mean, every state has its own laws re- with regard to the present to the ch- uh, personal jurisdiction challenge. Of, of course. Jedi Mikey doesn't believe in challenges because, of course, he's a man of peace. So there are no challenges, right? In a in a legal t- term sense, I guess. But uh, um, uh, yeah, Jedi Mikey, any any feedback for me there? Well, you know, you can speak all the laws you want, but all I can do is uh, speak about my experiences and experiences of you know that I heard from others. First hand knowledge, baby. Well, I mean, yeah, but that okay. So, wait a minute, dude. Look, you can say first hand knowledge, you know, and that's fine. But I have first hand knowledge of what's written down as the law. You know, like like what? I'm not talking about the law, like necessarily like. Um, what you have to follow, okay? So that that's not at all. There's nothing that I can say that I know of that you have to follow. But the structure of the legal system, yeah. I got, I got these books and I've been reading them, man. I mean, I know about the structure of the legal system. And these books that talk about the structure of the legal system are not necessarily talking about the law unless they're talking about the Constitution. Now, you see what I'm saying? Because the Constitution declares the type of court systems that we will have here in America. So you have to distinguish between U.S. courts okay, and the courts that you're talking about. See, there's differences there that you're not distinguishing between. It's not so. The idea is, if you don't want courts, right? If you don't want to have a court and deal with things civilly, then you'd rather be deal with things animalistically. You know, with an animalistic trait, whereby you guys will just fight and die and kill each other, or someone will die. See, and that's an an, that's what animals do, and that's why we have this the whole system of 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 courts, if you will. Okay, is to be able to be peaceful with one another, and not have to actually resort to law of the jungle. You see, so with some respect, like. One thing we need to understand, though, is that if you ever incriminate yourself, right, then you are acting like a corporation. Remember what I said earlier about your contracts and conduct? Well, if you have the conduct of a corporation, what is that? That says that the judge is going to treat you basically like a corporation because you incriminated yourself. I want to warn everybody about that right there because that's something you always you have to be aware of. If you incriminate yourself in any way, you're acting like a corporation because corporations, check it out, legal fictions have a duty to reveal who they are and, 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 and their you know, numbers and all that other shit like that. Okay? But living human beings do not. Natural persons do not. That is the biggest difference in law. 
Now, I'm not telling you this something that I made up. This is something that I read in my bar review books. Okay? It has all to do with the difference between a legal person of a corporate character and one of a natural character like yourself. There is a big, big difference. You have the right of non-self-incrimination, and corporations do not. They have to incriminate. So guess what that means? When you start incriminating, they will start treating you exactly like corporation, that kind of thing, where you have duties and you have to obey. See what I'm saying? This is why they always say you have the right to remain silent. And that's why, check it out, just so you know, that what the whole right to remain silent thing comes from this case, right? Uh, oh, fuck, what the fuck was that case? Uh, but Congress has since actually created a statute that supersedes that case. Whatever that case was, where I think it was uh, Miranda versus Arizona, Right? Uh, 2000, um, no, Miranda versus Arizona, like 86 or something like that. I don't know. But here's the thing. The statute, see, courts don't make law. You know that, right? They don't. The law, they only interpret the law. That's, courts are just, they're just interpreting the law. So when, when Miranda came out, all it was was an interpretation of the law. So what, what did Congress do? They came back with a statute to literally tell police officers and everyone around, all the state authorities, that voluntariness would be the standard for whether or not they could get that information. So it's not about the right to remain silent or anything like that at all and all that stuff anymore. It's all about voluntariness. Will you volunteer? You see? I swear to God, that's true. If I look it up and I put that shit in the chat room, you'll be surprised. I'm not going to do it, though. I'm not going to okay. go and spend the time. But I already have oh. this stuff on my, on my hard drive. So, so you have it on your... Miranda, like I told you, stat, what happens is the statutes come back, and those are the real laws. You see, this is why you see what we see today. Police officers asking questions like, hey, get out of the car, please. Get out of the car, please. So they're asking, right? And then you just get out of the car. Oh, he got out voluntarily. You see that? You see what I'm saying? I said, please. So therefore, he was volunteering to get out. I mean, this whole, this whole, I mean, I'm just trying to help people who are listening right now to, to be able to deal with bullshit that comes up on a regular basis with volunteering. Volunteering is one of those issues that's a pet peeve of mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't volunteer for that. I'm not volunteering. There is no minimum contact between me and the state. There's no personal jurisdiction, and I'm not volunteering. Give me a minute, give me a minute real quick. Give me a minute. Some guy yeah. asked me to call in on his chat on his chat real quick. Uh, I mean, on his talk show. Let me uh, call in real quick. All right, don't mute me. I'll be right here. I'll mute myself out. Yeah, mute yourself out and, and, and don't speak because I don't want to get muted. Please. Well, Can I make fart well, sounds? Well, Can I make fart sounds? Better yet, you call in and I'll call in through this talk show. Sound better? Mm. I just want to make fart sounds in the background while, so they don't know right, who's fine. doing it. 
Here's the number. You call in, all right, brother? <laughs> it's one thing. No, no, I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Let's try it out real quick. All right. If it doesn't, the call, what's the, what's the, the call ID number? Yeah. One thirty-three eight zero two. I'll be there, and I'll have the talk show. All right. All right. All right. All right. How the fuck do I do this? All right, give me a minute. <laughs> All right, add a call. Seven twenty-four. Call in.
listening. I think you do know. You have some knowledge. Just quit trying to sit here and act like you don't have knowledge of anything. To me, Jedi Mikey, that's a cop-out. Hey, Donald, Everybody, do you have, yeah, do you have 5G? Do you have an Obama phone 5G technology cover? I'm, I'm a fifth element gangster. What you need? You get good reception in the cardboard? Actually, I'm underneath a bunch of concrete, so I'm blocking all, all the uh, all the reception. Yep. Uh-oh. You got to do what you, you don't got to do. And what's your point, sir? I don't I don't understand. Can we get back to talking about some legal stuff? Yeah, Illuminati's radiating people. Ooh, ooh. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Let's let's talk about your conspiracy theory. Go ahead. I'm with, I'm with it. I'm gonna get, let me get my coffee here. Okay, here we go. Go ahead, I'm listening. Are you getting a soy latte? No, motherfucker, I'm just sipping my beer. I'm just asking you to go ahead with your conspiracy theory. I don't mean to use profanity, but... That's just, I do that for effect. You know what I mean? It's like, it's effect. It's like the silver screen, bro. You're on the silver screen. Come on. Let's get with it. They're turning the frogs gay. Okay. Um, Jedi Mikey, back to you. Um, I don't want to talk to Roddy K because it seems like he's just making a bunch of random weird statements. About this name... The state hold being the title holder of the actual original. I think if you're under document. a bridge, you're actually increasing the radiation signal. So what, dude? Yeah, I sleep under a bridge. So what? What's your point? What's your problem, dude? I'm homeless. You got a problem with homeless people, right? Is that what you're saying? Come on, Roddy K. I'm just trying to help people right now, and I want to be helped also by these people. Jedi Mikey is my friend. I've been talking to him for for a bit. He's a great guy. Look, so what? I sleep outside still. So fucking what, dude? Who cares? Why are you writing me? Why are you writing me my nuts like that? Targeted individual. You know? Think about what I'm saying, okay? You're on this call and you're distracting by bringing up anything about me relating to the personal thing. Cause we're not talking uh, about my personal life. If you weren't aware, you're the one that came we're, call. We're not the- talking about my personal life here. So why ask like, any questions about my? Why are, you, so why are you talking about my personal life then? The call is flying without you. Let's not talk about me. Good. Let's not hear you talk. Well, yeah, you can say all you want, sir. But this is an open conversation. I'm being polite and respectful, and we should all be polite and respectful. Love yourself, bro. Yeah. Come on, man. Just, just love yourself, bro. Come on. No one wants to hear your lip. You know what? No one wants to hear. The negativity. You shut no, up. It's been, listen shut to your negativity. Up. Listen to Holy you. Holy shit, man! Shut up. Nobody wants you to hear up. you. you nobody up. wants to hear you. Right now, nobody wants to hear you either. That's funny. They called. They called my call because they don't want to hear me, but they want to listen to your bullshit mm-hmm. again. Every fucking call. I don't know what you're talking about, sir. You have to explain yourself a little clearer. No, you're the only one that's too stupid to see it. Nobody wants to listen to you. Oh, really? That's a statement. 
Why don't you have your own call? Have all your friends you know, come on your know, call. Leave our you know calls that, alone. Do you know the we difference need, between statements and questions? Leave our calls alone. Do you, you know the difference between Fucking statements troll. and questions? You know what? Do you know the troll. difference between statements and questions? Fucking yes, troll. Go on your own okay. call. Okay. Why are you on talk to you if you don't want to be Fucking listened to? Troll. So what? I'm, your own I'm, I'm going around to call. Call. I'm going you. I'm going you around and listening to call. Call. You, 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 to call me you don't know the definition of troll, do you? Do you want to hear your hairbrained schemes or your stupid opinions? Do you? 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 Fucking moron. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut up. <laughs> Just keep talking about the law and all that other shit you talk about. I don't give a fuck. Nah, I'm asking nah, you some serious nah. questions. Listen, yeah. my real question to you is, do yeah. you know about the liability of the name? Yeah. Liability, liability of the name, yes or no? Yes or no? You either know or you don't. Dude, shut up. You either know about the liability of the Dude, name or you don't. Shut That's up. That was my question cares. to you. I yes, actually cares. some people do care. Yes, they do. Okay, well they, they can do. go to your call and they can listen to you talk about your shit on your call. Well, I'm Nobody on this call. You, Nobody on this call gives a shit about your harebrained scheme. What you talking about? My harebrained scheme. Nobody wants. Nobody needs your fucking stupid opinion. Nobody I had cares. a harebrained scheme. Really? No, no I was asking you a question. For the, the record, you're making the record, statements, no. dude. Yeah, you're making Nobody statements. For the record, I care. I hey. care about you, but I don't give a shit. Nobody cares. Hey. See, but first of all, he's he's making blanket statements. You don't listen. Saying he said he doesn't my care. Stream. He just doesn't give a I, shit. Uh, you, don't you just said it was my scheme. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He does care. You're fucking so dumb, though. You're so dumb because you think oh. I have a scheme. Hey, shut, you think shut I want to have a scheme against you? Yawn. 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 Oh, bars. I'll hit you with a, in the face with a wet fucking trout, okay? You're right. smacked right now. Okay, dude, I'm not gay. Yawn. Don't eat your Why the fuck? I'm not gay. Bars. 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 Come on. Stop Bars. acting like a fucking kid. Bars. Not the fuck up. I'm just doing what he's doing. My, yeah, that I'm, I'm just doing what he's doing, okay? Listen, he, he deserves it. No, he deserves it. There's one. How the fuck is this serving thing? Now, why the fuck? Are just ignore him. Why the fuck are you guys arguing over your each other's opinions? It's just your fucking delete. Get the fuck over it now. Whatever the fuck Thank you. About, can you guys just get over it? Jesus. I'm with you on that, Mike. Thank you, Mikey. I appreciate right. it, and I will. I agree. I agree to do that. All right. Well then, let go. Whatever the fuck, Roddy K or anybody out there saying. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I have no expectation. Right. I have no expectation of an apology from anyone. Go ahead. Let's continue. All right. A common law. I like that name, by the way. Calm. You got to be calm, you know? <laughs> common law. Yeah, you got to literally be calm in the fucking law. Once you lose the calm, you go into this whole fucking subconscious ego of angriness, and some people regret about what they say sometimes. Because when you get mad, you don't think about what you say. And by the way, whose talk show is uh, whose talk show is this? Is this uh, Central uh, Colorado by any chance? Hey, anybody out there? What's going on? 
Yo, uh, Colorado, anybody out there? Can anybody hear me? Am I the one? Really? Hey, Casey, Cassie, Casey, I'm sorry, I don't know, I'm not really sure. Cassie, I'm guessing. Can you hear me? All right. Sounds like everybody's really calm now. Oh, my God, I was on mute the whole time. Jesus. Anybody, can anybody out there hear me? Hello? Central Colorado? Ontario? Traveler? You out there? Yeah. Cool. Dropped off for a minute, came back, and was silent. <laughs> Sounds like everybody's finally calm. I don't know what the fuck that was all about, to be honest. Funny thing, soon as Donaldson left, everything got quiet and calm. Sounds better this way. I mean, what's going on tonight, you guys? What are you guys up to tonight? What's you know? Hey, who's whose talk show is this by by any chance? Is this yours, Colorado, or? No, uh, it's mine. I think I'm probably South Central Ontario or something. Oh, nice. I like the little name. I like the name. Common Law. Hey, how's everybody doing tonight? Good. How about you, brother? Um, all right. Hey, hey, Mikey from California. You said you wanted to meet Mike Miller. This is his call. You get a oh, chance to dialogue. Yeah. Is- you can, You should dialogue with that man, and and, and he, he can garner some wisdom to you. So... Fire some questions, Adam, and you'll see. Did I almost get muted from my own call? No, 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 Mike. You're the man. <laughs> What's going on, Mike? How you doing? I'm all right. How about you? All good. Yeah, I was uh, I was talking to uh, Mike from California on, on another call. He said he never met you. Um, so there you go, young Mikey. Ask this man some questions. You'll gain some wisdom. Mike Miller, how's how's it going there, buddy? I'm all right. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, just out here in the land of California, living the dream. The land of, the <laughs> land of fruit and nuts? What was that? <laughs> the land of fruits and nuts? If, is that what you heard? You're supposed to laugh. I was just kidding. I know. I know. know. (laughs) You're just you're just scared. I was going to ask you if you're a fruit or a nut. That's why I asked. (laughs) Is that what you heard? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you just gotta ask a question to understand the other 
person's point of view. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I'm meeting your buddy, uh, Governor Jerry Brown. My governor? Or everybody? No. <laughs> so he ain't my governor, that's for sure. Uh, allegedly, I've been but hey, do I have first-hand knowledge that that's mine? Can I really say? So, um, so you live out in the land of allegedly known as Canada? Yes. I'm surrounded by Canada. Do you guys have Do you guys have a president out there or a king? A prime queen? minister. Yeah, yeah. Our prime minister is kind of like a queen. Uh, it's a girl. It's a woman. Um, a very feminine man. Put <laughs> that way. <laughs> he actually declares himself a feminist and he can't stop talking about gender equality and about how we're all feminists. We're all born feminists and we have to learn to be proud of the fact that we're all feminists. And are you proud of that or no? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, one of the big problems in Canada is we don't have enough women in the military, and we've got to work on gender equality in the military now, too. I wasn't, I wasn't aware of that, actually. <laughs> and apparently, our president... Is or our prime minister is the love child of Fidel Castro. And as funny as it sounds, it appears that it's probably true. Oh, is that is that a rumor? Is that a rumor or is that like some type of? Oh, uh, yeah, is that a rumor or something? Um, apparently. It's a well-known common fact in Cuba, but it's kind of a secret around the rest of the world, but there's all kinds of evidence to show that it's true. Um, If you put a picture of Fidel Castro side-by-side with a picture of the Canadian Prime Minister, they look exactly the same. And then if you put a picture of the Canadian Prime Minister beside his alleged father, they don't look the same at all. And, so, Mike, you're and saying the, the Canadian Prime that, Minister the Canadian the Prime Minister while he's wearing a dress smokes a cigar? <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't smoke cigars because that would make him look masculine. But um the Prime Minister's mother um back in the sixties she was known as a um love child. I guess you could call her politely. And she apparently banged Ronnie Wood from the Rolling Stones and it was all over the tabloids. And then she banged Mick Jagger and the rest of the band. And there was somebody else famous she banged. I can't remember who it was. And then she went down to Cuba with 
Pierre Elliott Trudeau back in, I think, the 70s. And then they went back down to Cuba nine months later with a baby boy, and Fidel Castro was all happy and playing with this baby boy that turned out to be the Prime Minister of Canada now. Wow. And one of his favorite people, one of his favorite countries in the world is China because their dictatorship allows them to keep good control of the country. And he always wears Islamic socks. And he goes all over the country and he visits mosques all over the place, but he doesn't go to churches. And some of our public high schools have mosques in them now. But the Lord's Prayer is banned. And in the mosques, the, the boys sit at the front, the girls sit at the back, and the girls that are on their period have to stand in the hallway. And some of our public high schools have halal cafeterias in them. At taxpayers' expense. Sounds like it's all backwards out there. And if, say, you're a guy that sometimes likes to put girls' clothes on, and I refer to you as sir or he, if you correct me that you're a woman or a her, and I do it again, I can be charged with misgender pronouning you, and I can actually get fined or go to jail for calling you a boy. Now, and thank and and saying bad things about Muslims is bad, and I can actually be charged under hate speech for Islamophobia when the word Islamophobia is not actually defined anywhere in law, but I can be charged with it anyway. Now that, now, are you serious about those laws, or are you just joking around? No, everything I said is exactly true. I'm just telling you what I've heard and seen about the Fidel Castro thing. I'm not absolutely sure about that, but the other stuff I just said, it's all true. Oh, wow. That's fucking... Like, he did uh, did some final budget report. It was something like 365 pages, and he mentions gender equality like 300 times. In a budget bill. Wow. There was a a terrorist named Omar Khadr. Him and his wife. Um, No, that was a different guy. This guy, he was in the Middle East somewhere. I forget where it was. The Americans went in to go get this guy. He was a known terrorist. He killed American soldiers, but they got him. They brought him back. They put him in Guantanamo Bay. They tried him, convicted him for terrorism, and then he served his sentence. And while he was in there, he tried to sue the American government for interfering with his constitutional rights, and he lost. And then he went and appealed it, and the Supreme Court said, well, yeah, you may have had your constitutional rights infringed on a little bit, but you fucking did it and you got convicted and you served your time too bad. We're dismissing your lawsuit. So he lost twice. 
then he decides he's going to sue the Canadian government and the prime minister just gave him $10 million and didn't even argue. Sounds like a lot of hoopla out there. (laughs) And Canada is known worldwide as a welfare state. And this guy loves open borders. And out of the, I think, six known illegal border crossings from Canada to the U.S., about 400 a day can pass through any illegal border crossing. 400 a day on any given day crossing the border. And it's still kind of cold around here. Wait till it's summer. So all the Mexicans are moving north from Mexico into the United States and everybody else is flooding north into Canada. When you go on YouTube, you can watch all these immigrants crossing from the United States into Canada and right on, right on like mainstream media cameras you see the RCMP, Canada's federal police, taking their suitcase and carrying their luggage for them while they illegally cross the border into Canada. Like bellboys. Interesting. This is boring. This show sucks.
Yeah. All right. I'm gonna chime out real quick. I'll be on. I'll be on later. All right. All right, fuck, man, that shit was some bullshit-ass motherfucking call. Fuck the fuck was I listening to, man? Gotta get the fuck out of that shit. Some bullshit if you ask me. Fuck does he care? Sounds like he does care, though, huh? Unless it has anything to do with him. What the fuck is he talking to? Nonsense. All right, well, I'm going to play some call. I'm going to play some music, and then everybody wants to jump in on the call. I'll be right here until then. Until then. Why is it so quiet? Everybody fact-checking my bullshit? Oh. What? I think everybody got tired of revolution. I go back on my phone. I'd rather be by myself. You know, they say it's better to, uh, what is that old saying? Better be alone than to have bad company or some bullcrap. So, here I am.
Why wait for the world to change when you can change the world? Man, people are just waiting for somebody to change the world or for them to change. Be the one like me. Nothing. Enjoy the moment. Hands dirty with love. 
Actually, Dave Matthews band every day. That's a good song to wake up to, and uh, you know, just go out there and enjoy the moment. And the feeling of it is just so uh, unbelievable. I don't know how to describe it. It's, uh, it's a uh, feeling you just can't describe. When you put it out there. I mean, what else is there when you? You know, you give and you get. Give what you get. Or, yeah, you 
give what you, yeah, you give and you get. Exactly. Ask and you shall receive. You know? Without love, you get love. The cause and effect, you know. But, uh, here goes another song. It's actually one of me. Those out there that, you know, if they say, oh, you're young, you know, you don't. Well, you know what? It's funny because I've been down this road for a while and uh, I came back to this talk show thing because I felt like, you know what? Hey, I want to chime in and see what everybody else is still up to. And it seems to me everybody's still on the same bagging wheel, same motherfucking train. Same motherfucking track, and it's like, what the fuck? Just be aware of those people who cause division. But anyway, all right, here goes this other song. So yeah, I'm a kid, and I'm also a goofball, and a wingnut, and a knucklehead mixed What's most of all, I'm... 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 What the scallop? We're all fucking crazy. inside will set you free, guys. What does a kid do his whole life? I mean, they're kings. They're they're masters. I mean, we're born with this shit. It's fucking crazy. And then we want to grow up and know everything. Fuck, man. Good fucking luck.
the story goes, you know, Plankton from SpongeBob, you know, the movie SpongeBob, SpongeBob the movie, the first one, um, Plankton decides to take over the whole bikini bottom, which you can see. <laughs> he put uh, pretty much my, he's mind controlling everybody with these chum buckets, these helmets. And uh, then you get SpongeBob, the one who's like somehow escapes from being in that situation and goes off to some other world, some other, uh, the real world, you know, because he lives in the bottom of the sea. He ends up coming back with a big old speech saying that, he, you know, he's been through it, he's been through that. And, you know, if he learned anything, it's it's who you are, who you are, you know. And he doesn't need anybody to tell him otherwise. And so, so then he says he's pretty much, you know, everybody's fucking crazy. And, you know, the kid inside you will set you free from all this crazy mayhem. And I thought it was a pretty cool thing. If anybody out there heard that song, it's called SpongeBob Goofy Goober Song. Pretty cool. But anywho... Go on to another one. Welcome back to the Mikey and Donaldson show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> What's up, Mikey? <laughs> what happened on that other call, man? Uh, I I left because they started going off topic onto some other bullcrap. Yep. I don't mm-hmm. understand. 
That's why. That's why. That's why I was asking you. I said, "Hey, guy, Mikey. You know, how do how do you feel about Mikey, Jedi Mikey? I would I would bring you up, so I'm gonna make you a celebrity, right? Not just that, but because I'm gonna say, look, man, how do you feel? I'm talking to the other guy, right? How do you feel about um, the the liability and the name question? And you kept hearing him interrupt me, right? Remember that." Every time I kept asking about liability and the name, that guy from Canada, known as Mikey, or Mike also, right, was interrupting me and saying, doing something like that, doing something really annoying, you know what I mean? And, like, the funny thing about it was, it's not my concoction, it's not my theory, it's not my analysis on the law, it's yours. Mikey? He's Jedi Mikey? So he's hitting on you. All because I'm talking about it. Oh, Doesn't the truth hurt? Doesn't the truth suck, my friend? For him it does. Not for you, though. Right? Right? Think about it. It hurts for him. The truth. Like, you literally and I have been talking about him the things that are mattering. And then when I sit here and call him out on it, he thinks it's my idea. He blames me and says, oh, Donaldson's a fucking bullshit, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, sir. <laughs> That's Mikey. You're dissing Mikey now. You don't know what you're talking about. He, in other words, when two or more gather together, like just like the Bible said, there, there he is in the midst of us, meaning there is the Spirit of the Lord. Spirit of liberty, basically. Okay? And that's the spirit of liberty that was right there with us because this guy was sitting here straight up on the call, on your call, saying, Oh, screw you, Donaldson. <laughs> you know, like, no one cares about what you have to say. Really? <laughs> I think really. I think really. <laughs> Especially if I have you on the call too, right? You're on the call. You're right there listening, and he's like, "Donaldson, no one cares about what you have to say." I could easily have said, "Yes, actually, Jedi Mikey cares about what I have to say," and you would have said, "Yep, you're right. I do, Jeremiah or Jerry. You know, you know, you would have said that, right? You would have stood up for me, right?" That's what we have to do, you know, in order to defeat this kind of stuff that's happening in these chat rooms. There's, there's people just like one we, we encountered right now, and they don't want to let any truth out. No truth. You see what I'm saying? Like, especially if it's real truth, coming straight out the law, fuck no. They don't even, they don't want anything close or, or remotely close to it. That's why I was wondering how they're treating you. My brother, how do you feel like you're being treated by these guys? I just feel like I'm I'm neutral. Like I, I feel like I'm not even. They're not mentioning me. I'm not mentioning them. And uh, you know, if I if, right. I, if I, I, don't speak, I don't speak because 
you know, it's their opinion. I'm not going to argue it under the least or, you know, whatever the fuck they believe. You know, they kept talking about some bullshit about Canada. I'm just like, oh, okay, fine. You know, like, well, like, pretty much, who am I to argue with, with what they believe? You know, like, mm-hmm. like I, I'm not there to create controversy. I'm not there to meddle in what people believe in. I'm just there to point out or to ask a question as to why they believe what they believe. And by doing that, they come to their own conclusions. And I don't have to. I don't have to say anything. I just have to ask the questions and be like, "Well, could it be this or could it be that?" Or I believe this. I believe you. You know, that's all I can do, really. I mean, I'm not there to, you know, argue with anybody. I'm just there to point out why you believe what you believe. And by doing that, now you kind of shift the burden on them as to why they got. Now they got to prove. Prove their beliefs. You see, like I don't know how to say it because the yeah, answers but, are in the front. Yeah. True, yeah. true. I like it. I like that. I like that. You know, when people, people call you, shifting. Well, hold on. And when people call you, you know, you're an idiot, or you're a fucking asshole, or you're a fucking jerk, or you're a fucking troll, and be like, well, cool. What is that? What is? What do you mean by that? And then you know, ask them a question like that, and then is it true it takes one to know one? You know, and you know, it's just keep it simple and ask the questions and let them make them make them feel like they feel. That don't let me tell you something. That's one way to clean the window. But it's not the only way. No, we can make statements. Yeah, we could call these guys statements and argue with these guys. There's only one no. at Hold on. Let's address. Uh, let's just address what I just said, though. You, your, your way of doing it is one way to clean the window, right? It's not going to work in every circumstance. In some of them, they will. It will work, but not in every circumstance. So even though it sounds good, what you're saying is just not. It's not the only answer for all circumstances. See what I mean? Even though it's good, it just, I think you're never going to find anything that works for all circumstances. The one that works for you is the only one that is best. If your circumstance continues to remain peaceful and do you, you know, then, yeah, that's the one that you that you will by basically but when it comes to other people's circumstances what happened to by the way hold on what happened to the circumstance of that call that we were just on did it end the one that was that we chimed in on yeah the one we chimed in on it ended not really sure let me, let me check it out real quick I mean I yeah what happened off. right there I'm gonna mute out here you do you By the way, I'm outside. I'm plugged in. There's an apartment complex in North Beach, and they have an an outlet in the front, and I just plugged my shit into that, and I'm just charging here. I'm just sitting here charging my phone and my fucking power supply. Is it an end? It's still going. Let's get back in there. I'm not trying to talk shit, but I do want to hear what they have to say about the name and the liability. I'm so sick of fucking people trying to... 
they're trying to fucking tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm supporting you, Mikey. So if they're saying, I don't know what I'm talking about, then they're really saying you don't know what you're talking about either. You understand that, right? Okay, think about that. Because I'm sitting here sponsoring what you're saying. Okay? So you've got to come in and you've got to stand up and be like, wait a minute, Donaldson's making a lot of sense right now. See, if we come together, you'll get more people on your call. See what I mean? We have to unite under one thing that, that you agree to, that we both agree to. And that one thing is we understand that the name is not our property. You know what I mean? It belongs to the state, doesn't it? See, we can get under each, you know, that one thing and we can both like represent from there, you see? And people will be like, damn, oh, that's cool. And your show will blow up. You'll have 30 listeners before you know it. You doubt me? Try it and see what happens. That's what happened to Charles. That's exactly what happened to Charles. When Charles started talking to me about the common law, I went on all the Angelo's calls and everyone else's call, and I started talking about Charles and saying how much kudos I gave him, and everybody started realizing Donaldson and Charles are linking up, are getting together, and they all wanted to listen to what we had to say. You see what I'm saying? They're like, what? What? Donaldson? He's hated. But I like Jedi Mikey. So why are these two getting together? And that's what attracts them. That's what makes them get to, to come to listen to the call. They go, why the fuck is this team happening? Why are these people ta- ta- tagging up together? So they come and listen. So it's important for us to continue to actually support each other. And I'm asking you for your support. Anytime you hear somebody attacking me on any call, I want you to stand up for me. And I'll do the same for you. I promise. I will do sounds the like fucking you, same for you. Huh? Sounds like you want me. Sounds almost like you want me to take a bullet. I don't listen to what I'm saying, dude. Don't put words in my mouth. I didn't. I didn't say anything about taking bullets. Okay. What I said was, if you feel like defending me, if you feel like. Making statements or asking questions which relate to my credibility that work in my favor, okay? Because you can ask questions of the person who's insulting me. You can ask that person questions. And those questions can be geared to work in my favor. You see what I mean? And you can do that. If you don't do that, then I don't feel like you're being my friend. Especially on these calls. Do we have an understanding? No. Yes or no? We, my 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 real my my it's not a mystery, but it's my real concern here is you know, I'm not really out there to grab speak, you know, I'm not really Can you speak clearly into the phone? Because you sound you sound muffled. Oh. You know, I'm not I'm I'm what I'm really trying to say is, you know, I'm not out there to to teach anybody. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I know. Okay. I know that. I'm not asking you to do that. I don't want you to teach me. What I'm saying is come to my fucking aid. If someone is attacking me verbally and saying, you don't know shit, Donaldson, right? If you hear that, you just step up and say, wait a minute. Don't talk to Donaldson like that because that's not true. He does know some shit. 
He may not know everything, but he knows some shit. You step up for me, bro. You got a problem with that? Do you have a problem with that? Because I will respect you the same way. I will stand up for you, bro. If anyone talks shit. See, we need to stand up for each other, bro. Is what I'm saying. Like, you're st- What you're talking about with regard to the liability of a name and what we have uncovered, those are issues that need to be talked about in these groups. And you're the, you have a lot of respect from these people, so why don't you help me? I could get these people's respect, but you could also get their interest and then expose your idea here a little further because they'll be wondering, why the fuck are you in cahoots with Donaldson? And that's the whole thing. Take advantage of that. Take advantage of that shit right there, man. People, I'm attractive. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, oh, what? You're talking to Donaldson? Let me listen to that shit. You already heard. People were tuning into our call the first time, the first night. We had we had people coming onto the call, wondering what the fuck we were talking about. Okay, and it could be even better than that. The point I'm trying to make to you is, you need to pick a position. Like, if you're supporting, um, basically claiming no property, then that needs to be your position. You don't have any property. Is that your position? I'm asking you a question, and if you want to answer, you can. If you don't, you don't have to. Hello? Hello? Is it is it your position, yes or no? Sounds like you're looking for admissions and confessions here. Do you know? Yeah, I am. I'm wanting to know if you understand the fucking law or not. Do you understand? That you say you don't have any property, right? Is that right? I'm just trying to get it. Come on, what the fuck, bro? You got a problem with trying to, with me trying to understand what what's really going on in your brain? You got a problem with whoa, that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, that's... I'm not to believe I own nothing, brother. I mean, that's all I can say. I mean, I'm not to believe I, I own nothing. I said what's going on in your brain. I never said you owned anything. No, but you go back to property thing you just said oh your brain your brain meaning it's not your brain okay how about this the brain in the head with the one with the mikey name or do you how about how about that is that good enough there's a brain in the head of the one with the name of the mikey the jedi mikey with the usury name claim and the brain in the in the body with the use right the the use of the brain with the body with the name of the mikey all of it is there right there with the one person on the call how about how about the brain that i use at the moment is that cool is that good enough the brain i use of course it's okay but that's you that's your fucking brain is, who's, who, is it anyone else's brain? Does anyone else can can anyone else use it? Yes or no? Well, do I? I don't think anything would I die. Can anybody you. else use your brain? Yes or no? Unless you, I mean, unless you can somehow fucking read my mind, I guess so. But until then, I mean, nobody I'm just, can use your brain, right? You have ultimate sovereignty over your brain usage. You're going to use your brain to think with, and no one else. Sure, science may be trying to do that, 
But there's no evidence of that right now, so don't try to convince me or anyone else on the call that science can use my brain. Oh, they're going to use my brain. I'm not using it. They are. Oh, I have to be afraid. Be afraid. Be afraid. Right? Be really afraid. Listen to what I'm saying. Don't fear porn me, bro. Don't fear porn me. You understand? Like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't give them hoops, ass wax. Hoots ass wax, whatever that is. I don't give a hoots ass wax whether or not you, like, like understand me necessarily. But what's important is that you you understand you, you, who you are, bro. It's you that's important, not me. I do me, you do you. You know what I'm saying? Don't be making claims that you don't, you, that you can't back up. Mikey, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Don't be making claims that you can't back up, bro. And I'm not talking about physical shit because anybody can pull a trigger. Yeah, they know how to fucking aim it. What good is it? A, what good is a bullet if they don't know how to aim? Look, do you really think that most people are are that stupid? Their shooting range is everywhere. Anybody can shoot a gun if they want to. practice. Plus, homeless people, they can have their gun on their backs, in their backpack, because they're homeless. The home is on the back. You still have the right to protect yourself. Oh, you mean to say I can't have a gun? The criminals get guns, but I don't. I can't use a gun to protect myself. The criminals, I know that they have guns. You can't take away the guns of the criminals and we know it's an epidemic, but yet I can't have a gun to protect myself. See, that's where you're wrong. I can have one. Not that I would want to hurt my fellow man. It's just protection. It's about life. It's not willful hurt. It's about survival, knowing that God's energy in me is much, much stronger than this negative energy coming against me that's trying to kill me and take me out. What do you need protection of? You already know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about life. If someone tries to take your life, bro, or hurt you. Come on, bro. What's wrong with you, dude? Do you understand what I'm saying? Don't you see the need? You're not in a position to actually need physical protection, are you? You don't know what you're talking about right now. Well, if you feel like you need protection, we got the government for protection. Oh, yeah, let's get the government to protect us now. Now the truth is coming out. Right? Now the truth is coming out. Well, they're taking care of everybody, so, I mean, Mm -hmm. what do they got to worry about? What does who have to worry about? What does who have to worry about, bro? What does the government have to worry about? What do I have to be protected from? That's my question. I mean, if you have, you know, he who who dies from the sword, you know, he who kills from the sword dies from the sword. He who kills from the sword dies from the sword? Yeah, it's a scripture. Why don't you explain to everybody what as as above, so below means. What does that mean to you? As above, so below. I support you, Mikey, just so you know. 
I may be taking the piss out of you, but that doesn't mean that I don't support you. Because I know ultimately what your underlying belief is. And we've already talked about this in depth. But we can go to as many arguments as you want. But I already know we're going to come back to an agreement. Because we've already done that before. We'll do it again. And this is, this, is the beauty of, this is the beauty of our debate, is that we'll go around in circles here debating about this issue, and it'll just go on, and it'll make, it'll make for a good show. You know, like, you know, <laughs> a lot of people like to think... Let me, let me mute out here. Say, say that again? Shit, a lot of people like to, you know... I must believe that a lot of people believe that bafflement or whatever is a is the devil or some type of fucking evil shit or whatever. But even Baphomet knows, you know, because he has his fingers pointing up and pointing down as above as below. Whatever goes, you know, whatever you're trying to bring on top is going to come down to hell. So, for example, if you're willing to kill, if you're willing to use a gun for your protection to kill someone else, then get ready for it because you're going to die the same way. You know, there's a scripture that goes, you know, he who kills from the sword dies from the sword. And, uh, and then pretty much... You mean live by the sword, die by the sword? Live by the sword. Live by the sword, die by the sword. Yeah, I'm sorry. You live by the sword. He who kills by the sword dies by the sword. That's what you said. That's another way I can look at it too. Yeah. But the way, yeah, but that's not the correct statement. The correct statement is, (laughs) he, if you live by the sword, die by the sword. That's the correct statement. Well, you're living to kill. Yeah, you kill by the sword. You are obviously living. And you're about to kill someone by the sword, so you're gonna die by the sword. I mean, you can look at it that way too, but you know the way, the correct way, the the phrase of the Bible says, "Live by the sword, die by the sword." Yeah. Mm-hmm. In order to kill someone, you need to be alive at the moment. So yeah, <laughs> I mean. Well, this is this is the whole lesson. The whole lesson between you know, Jesus when he was teaching P- Peter, right in the Garden of Gethsemane, as Jesus was about to. When Jesus was about to be walked into to be crucified, right? Yeah. Uh, Peter tried to chop off the ear of the soldier, right? The Roman soldier. Yeah. Right. And he and got and Jesus didn't let him do that, right? So he's like, Nah, nah, don't do that. What was the thing that he said? He said, Don't do don't do harm when you're trying to prevent harm. Or kind of something like that. You're like, here yeah. you are. You're trying to, you're trying to stop some harm, but you're gonna, you're gonna injure this man in the process. Well, exactly. Like, you're it's cool. You know. So, I mean, there's a lot of symbolism in the Bible, and that's how I think about it. It's, it's a strategic use, guys. I mean, this is my perspective of it. Hold on one second here. Sorry about that. It's a a strategic use, you know, of the Bible that needs to be made. You know, we can't be sitting around thinking that, 
you know, we're just believing blindly in the Bible. And like, oh yeah, there's a God in heaven and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, I believe in Jesus. He saved my soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just blind faith. You know, there's no intellect being used. Where's the intellect in that? Tell me, tell me, where is the intellect in blind faith? It's not there. There is no intellect. That's why I'm totally against blind faith. This is why I like Christianity, because if you understand how it can be used, then it's more of an intellectual usage rather than a than a, like a dogmatic one where you actually believe it like for real. Like you're like, this is for this is the real thing and you show that you're that you're actually, you know, caught up in, in the matrix. Yeah. Be outside the matrix is what I'm suggesting. Be outside. What do you think, Mikey? Think outside the box, but don't remain in the box. You know? Be outside the matrix is what I said. Fuck the box. No. Fuck the box. I fuck the box all day. I, th- I love a tight box. But what, what I'm saying is... <laughs> I shouldn't say that. But I really... I really am saying think outside the matrix, not the box. <laughs> All right. Yep. Go ahead, sir. Can you describe to us what the matrix? Yeah. Of course I can. It's uh. Okay, so if I say think outside the matrix, I mean think outside of the limited sense of self, whereby you see yourself as an individual in a world filled with other objects different from you. Totally different and separate, meaning nothing is connected. Right? Once you get outside of the matrix, you realize that everything is uni- intrinsically connected and that this, this it, it's an illusory world that we live in when it comes to the limitations. Well, there really is no limitation. For human beings, as well as everything in life, life is limitless and timeless. Yeah, I, I guess we agree on something. Hi. Uh, yeah. So life is limitless and timeless, and that's the thing that we need to remember. Timelessness. Think about that. Your essence is that of timelessness. Now, Donaldson is getting deep here. Donaldson's analysis with a deep, deep thought about timelessness. You are time itself. Manifest here physically. Every move you make takes time. So if you move left, it takes time to do it. If you move right, up, down, it takes time to do it. There's nothing you can do or can't do that does not take time. Go ahead. A lot of people like to think that that time and, and, and when you talk about time, how much time are you talking about? The time as in the clock time or the time as in the life time? It, the construct, <laughs> the mental construct. We call it time. A clock? No, no, look, buddy. Time is a concept. 
Time is a concept. Do you agree? Yes or no? In a sense, yeah. So I'm not talking about the wall, the wall clock, okay? Oh, okay. Okay. I was confused. I was confused which clock you were talking. Really? You were really seriously? You thought I was talking about time on a clock? Really? I just what, what gave you that impression? What gave you that impression? <laughs> There's nothing you can answer to that. There's nothing that well, gave you an impression that I could do that. Because I was totally talking about time as a concept, and you knew it from the very beginning. Look, okay. buddy, I know you're, you're all about semantics, but I'm and I'm your friend. I don't know why you want to play semantics with me. No, just because that I was a little bit confused and I need some clarification. Well, what I'm trying to tell you is, okay, look. If you want to, like, first of all, in order to live a happy fucking life, people need to do what's most important, that they feel is most important for their own happiness. That's the first thing. It doesn't matter what you and I believe is important for them. People need to do that one thing that they feel is the most important for them to be happy. Whether it be legal or whatever, it doesn't matter. Now, after that, if they choose they want to listen and be educated by some of the stuff that we talk about and that you talk about, that's their choice. They have that right, the choice to choose to listen and, and then follow some of the concepts. Follow the concepts. See, What you are talking about with regard to the name and liability is a concept. It's not my belief. It's not a belief, okay? That is a concept. That is, it's a concept, period. It's all there is to it. You are... The concept is this, that if you love your brother, you get love back. Everything is about love and acceptance. That is a concept. It's a concept. See? If you do that, if you follow through with that concept and make that concept a part of your daily regimen and your actions, then you might see something different in your life, some different type of results than you have been seeing if you have not done applied those principles. Okay? So love is something that you practice every day. You, but see, at the same time, there's something beyond love, right? And it is this thing called pure awareness. It's just here now. It's here right now. And if you breathe right now, That happiness that you feel when you take that full breath, that is that trueness, that real life, that realness, that truth. Yeah? That's the feeling of truth. See? Yeah. That's why the most, the, most, the most powerful thing to recognize is yourself as a living being. Truth. But you say, what? Kirby, that's why I always mention to enjoy the moment. 
Well, this is why lost at sea is is important. You talk about people being lost at sea, right? And the truth is, if they're lost at sea, that means they don't know who they are. Right? So the government has to some sort of somehow like administer for their affairs, right? And that's true. Okay. Well, once you realize that you are everything around yourself, and you realize how how love is part of that, it's fifth dimensional. You start living that. Who can deny? And you're not going to be denied in any case, shape, or form, because you are all forms. You see what I'm saying? So even call that. What? I call that a. I call that a spiritual cure. I couldn't hear you. I call you call that dimension, and I call that the thirteenth floor. Okay, well, go ahead and explain it, though. What is it? Sir? Go ahead, explain that. Well, you know, an, an elevator. You got to think. Think in terms. We have a we have a bunch a listening audience. So give me an in depth explanation and make a point. Go ahead. Well. <clears throat> You know, in elevators, uh, like in hotels and all that, uh, they skip the they skip the number thirteen, the floor number thirteen, right? Because apparently to them it feels like it's so packed with bad luck or something. Now, if you actually look at, there's a movie that I told you to look at. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen it. It's called the uh, the Revolver, Revolver, and it talks in, in the thirteenth floor. It's pretty much. Uh, the ego attacking, you know, not attacking, but telling the other person how to think and how to act and how to do things. And, you know, when he goes into the, once he uh, fights, you know, he fights the Armageddon in between his ears, the number then, the number then jumps to 14 and he ends up in the floor with with that, with a person there, right? And, He's about to shoot, you know, the eagle's still battling against him. He's about to shoot this person. And then he talks to, you know, the guy's sleeping. He's ready to shoot the guy. And then he realizes, man, what the fuck am I doing? Like, am I really just going to shoot this guy because, you know, because of whatever the fuck the reason in his spine is? So then he tells the guy pretty much that he loves him and, and all this shit. And then the guy, the guy gets up out of bed, you know, he's in his little briefs or whatever and fucking... Uh, he gets up and he's just tripping the fuck out, like, oh my god, I'm, I was just gonna get shot by this guy. You know, he's a gang member. He's one of, the, I mean, not a gang member. But he's affiliated with these so-called uh, higher ups, and uh, now he's trying to go kill him now because you know what he just did. He just threatened his life, or whatever. But he realized, man, what the fuck am I doing? And so that's why I mentioned the thirteenth floor because it's the Armageddon is in between the ears. And we gotta burn all that fucking crap. Get over the illusions. Get over the fucking la la land bull crap. And but what do you mean by illusions? Wait a minute. What do you mean? Get over the the illusions. That's definite. What do you mean? Well, could it be that illusions are, you know, as I told you, like, for example, the, the, state, the state is an illusion, the government's an illusion. It comes down to what one believes, you know. A lot of people like to say, "Oh, well, there's such a th- you know there is such a thing as America or 
United States when people have yet to see, you know, they, you know, you can just see pictures of America on, on, on screen or on a book, a textbook, a history book, you know, but that's just an image of a nation. You see, it's just an image of a nation. It's a fucking imagination. And a lot of people like to believe there is such a thing, but people have yet to see it. Here no, dude, 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 That's not correct. Unless you're uh, trying to sit here and say that that Congress somehow never had a consensus to actually reform the, the national government after the Civil War or anything like that, right? Then none of what you're saying is true. Because they did reform the Civil after the Civil War. Did you know that okay. all posts... Civil War amendments are valid law even today. That's even fine. But in you know this that? day. That's fine. Listen, That's fine, bro, I don't need to. You just read it, to. brother. You just read it. Let me tell you How something. You so you're trying to tell me that's not real? It doesn't exist. It, it's not being used as law. So what I read it. So fucking what? So fucking okay. what? Yeah, that's what I read. So that means that tells you one thing for sure. Guess what? It didn't come from my head. I didn't create it out of thin air. I read it somewhere else. Yeah, someone else wrote it. Yes, it's that's history. true. It's history. It's his story. No, it's not his story. No, it's not. What it is is, it's an, listen, it's a description of what is real in the legal system. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, and all that shit back up the force. No, you don't you understand don't why we need law. We need the legal system. Do you understand that? To stop hey, churches? No, nope. to stop churches and and also corrupt governments from taking over, bro. Because that's what they will do. Church, the, the religions and, and the fucking uh, and, and, and tyrannies will take over if we don't have the legal system. You You have to understand that. If you don't understand that, you're you're going to be lost forever. Straight up, really. I'm, straight. I'm fucking lost. I fucking don't know anything. Yeah, you're right. I guess you're right. I don't know anything. I am right. I am right about that. We need the legal system. The legal system is good. And the problem, what you're you're trying to say is that it's bad. And let's not do that. When let's, the fuck did I say that it was bad? When the fuck did I say that? He has a recording. You don't have to say it. You're implying it. It's an implied. It's it's part of your conduct. You're a mind reader now. So you don't imply that? So you deny it. Let me hear you deny it. Let me hear you deny it. Deny what? What is it to deny? Deny that you... Dude, that you're not... All I told you... Deny that you're against the legal system. Hey, did I say that that's I'm against? Did I say could I could it be that I just said that's an illusion? What the fuck? I'm saying it's not an illusion, though, bro. It's oh, not. Oh, well, you know. Like, who am I to argue with? Why do you think it's an illusion? That's what's fucked. That's what's fucked up, right there. That's the part that I have a problem with. It's an illusion. It's an illusion. The government is not real. That is a lie, well, bro. It is real. Oh, I don't know what the fuck you're doing when you're trying to tell people that the government is an illusion. Well, that's bullshit. I won't get behind that. I will not support that. Not at all. 
this is just, oh my god. Okay. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to live without government like that? You 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 mean you don't want national government or state government? You just want to get rid of it? Well, I haven't been walking with the government for these past five minutes. I mean, it's not looking like. No, it's because, listen to me, it's because of the state borders and also the national borders and the national armory that we actually have any type of reasonable expectation of privacy here because they protect our shit. Whether you like to admit it or not, that's what they do. The government is protecting your ass. Your right to think freely. That's what they're protecting. You don't believe me? They're, I just believe there are brothers and sisters. Government, that's an illusion. Well, you're not arguing with me, so, all right. What is this to argue about? What I'm trying to get to is just, I'm, I'm asking you questions. How the fuck is that arguing? All right, you ask your questions, but I mean, your questions, which are basically rhetorical, because you already know the answers, right? They're leading questions. I don't want okay. to answer any leading questions. I don't answer leading questions. Donaldson doesn't answer leading questions. If you have a, a question and you already know the answer, don't ask it. What would I ask? <laughs> How about this? Ask the question and then answer it immediately so that way I don't have to think. Oh, but I thought you said you like using your head. No, bro, I didn't. I never said that. I said I have a hobby. It's the law. I love studying law. It makes me feel good. Oh. Yep. Don't don't let That's... me get in the way of your happiness and success. And... Well, no, you're not. You're not getting in the way. You're you're adding to it, bro. Come on, look, bro. Come on. Look, I'm I'm with you, bro. Like you and I, we got some shit in common. Okay. Okay. We're gonna come together. We're gonna teach people. Okay. That the family purpose doctrine. Okay proves that the state is trying to take jurisdiction over all property under parents' patria. So you don't own anything. And the government has full liability. If you want to do that with me, we can do it. Okay? That's my that's still my position. I haven't forgotten about that. Did you think I forgot? What the fuck, bro? Did you think I forgot about that? You think I'm a dumbass, right? That I don't remember shit? What the fuck, bro? <sighs> People piss me off sometimes. Jedi Mikey, the concepts that you talk about are, they are important concepts. And uh, they need to be recognized by people. That's why I actually have gotten behind you to support what you're saying and telling everybody about you is because I believe in you. I believe in what you're talking about. Better not bend over. That looks pretty wrong. Speak speak clearly, son. I can't hear you. You're breaking up. What? He said, you're getting behind me. And I said, well, I better not bend over because that looks pretty wrong. I'm getting behind you, but it's not when you drop the soap, okay? I'm not trying to get behind you while you drop when you drop the soap. <laughs> I'm 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 staring away. I'm going I'm going clear across the room at that point. 
Oh, now we got some people that want to chime in, it sounds like. Come on now. Come on. Let me hear you. I don't think people are on Monday are on, on Mondays. Besides uh common law out there. So well are you telling me there's no one else listening to the call right now? Oh, just you and I, and it's fine. I'm having a good time, you know. Well, I, I don't what know. did you say? Is there someone listening? Is there another guest listening? Yes or no? Yes or no? Well, could it be that there isn't? Could it be that there is? Well, I'm led to believe that I'm looking at the chat board right here, and it looks like it's just Donaldson and Jedi Mikey, so... Right, so then you can just be like, yo, I just, from the chat board, it looks like it's just you and me. I mean, <laughs> but you're like, could it be that it isn't? You don't have, you can skip all that. You see? Don't, just like, lighten up. You're young. You're a young man, okay? You should think about one thing real quick. When you go and you make moves, you are so intense that you probably need to think with a feather touch. Feather touch. Every, always be lighthearted. If you're lighthearted, meaning you're not so serious, right? And you're like, you're always willing to ask for forgiveness, always willing to be like, you know, like loving and just light. You're just lighthearted. You're not, you're not serious. Meaning you're not like, hey, treat me with respect. Right? That's the shit right there. Like, just be lighthearted. Light. Like, you don't need to treat me with respect. I don't need it. You know? But I can tell you right now, just based on what you've been talking to, that your style is needing, like, just coaching. You know, like, you need to be coached on how to fucking present this shit to people in a way where they can digest it. Because most people actually already know about all this shit. All this all the conspiracy theories, they've heard about it all. The name, all that right? But the one thing that they don't really talk about is Liability for the name. Who is responsible for the name? Who created it? Who holds title? Owner. The owner. The user actually is the one title. Okay, listen. Owner and user are different, right? Right? Possession. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. The government The government possesses your document. And so, therefore, usury is basically you're using the uh, birth certificate name. Okay, it appears like we're being interrupted. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. Introduce your call. Go ahead. All right, hey, um, Donnie, I'm going to eat something real quick. I'm going to play a recording, an old, back, an old school recording, actually. 
it's a pretty cool, interesting recording. You were my playing life. a recording just now, and you didn't tell me that. No, I was just I was trying to find the right link, the right uh. Why didn't you right tell link. me you were playing a recording? No, I'm about to play it right now. No, but you didn't tell me that you were testing and warming it up. I thought somebody was interrupting. Oh no. Nah. <laughs> No, no, well, no, no. Next time you need to tell me before you do shit like that. Oh, so that we, we don't think it's an interrupter. Oh, I see. Okay, cool. All right. Oh, so yeah. I need to eat you. Go eat, man. Jesus. All right, man. I'm, I'm right here. You do you. Show you how much I know. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to hang on the phone. I'm going to hang on the phone. I'm going to hang on the phone. Are you on the phone and the computer? Yeah. But it's gone. I call Andrew and it's disabled streaming audio. Actually, I don't like that recording. I'm going to play another one. This is a good one, actually. Why is it echoing? I'm sorry. You know what, dude? Let me tell you something. You're only 25 no. years old. You have fucking so much more time to learn. You don't know shit. I'm 40 fucking three years old, bro. Ma- Jedi Mikey, don't be thinking you know it all. Don't hey. do that. Don't do that. it, bro. You... I'm telling you, don't do it. If you do that, you're going to fuck up. You understand exactly. that? That's you're fucking that's up. You're that's fucking what I up. Less I'm telling you, I right now, you're fucking up. Because you think you know it all. Bro. What makes you not know anything? What? I, what? Say that again? Why do you keep accusing me of knowing everything? I'm I mean, telling you. I'm making statements. Yes, you're I'm making one. statements. You think you know it all. And Move I'm trying it. to tell you that you don't. I'm glad you... No, I agree. We do come to... I don't know anything. Yeah. You don't know it all. So don't even try to tell me how the fucking system works or what I should do. I don't like the way that you send me, you know, posts via Instagram trying to correct my thinking and trying to tell me that I'm, you know, uh, that I need to sign. Look, dude, I'm You have a fucking misconception about me. You think I need to be corrected, and that's where you're fucking wrong. Well, I'm on point... What makes you think I'm trying to correct you? Could it be that I'm just giving you some stuff that helped me out throughout the way? That's the that's the way I look at it. What makes you think that I want to help you? I don't need you to tell me how to live my life, though. What the fuck am I telling you to do anything? I'm not telling. I'm not fucking telling you to do shit. What are you talking about? But no, no. It just feels like every time you send me a text message about how I like, it's like all inspirational. And you, I, I mean, I, I can dig that. Okay, like if you're trying to be nice and polite, right, and you want to improve my life and help me, and you're like, hey, I discovered this. Check this out. I just discovered it. Or I discovered this three years ago. Here, check this out. And then you share it with me. I'm like, okay, cool. He discovered it, and he's sharing it with me. That's great. But the way that you present things... Let me finish. The way that you present things to me is... As if I don't already know it. You see, like I've never been through the experience, and you're presenting it like saying, "Hey, look, this is the way it is. You need to look at things like this, my brother." 
if you don't look at it like this, then you're fucking up. That's how you actually come across. I don't know if you're aware of that or not, but that's that's the truth. Well, I think about it some other way. I think about it, hey, this has helped me out throughout the way. Maybe if I just hear him, you know, maybe he wants to something and he'll figure it out on his own the way he wants to make it. But that's the way I think about it. If you believe that I'm thinking about it some other way, hey, then I guess you're beating yourself up. But, but me... I'm not beating myself up. Well, I'm beating you up right now, dude, because you're, you, what you're doing, like, what I want you to do, right, here's what I want, would like, okay, here's what I wish for. I wish that you would not project out what you think is the best reality for me. That's what I wish. Do you think you can comply with that? Well, better yet, I just don't think shit. How about that? What? I didn't hear you. Was it? How about better yet? I just don't give any out. I just won't say anything anymore. Just, you know, you, well, that's you not, and I'll That's be- not cool. No, 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 no. That's a cop-out. Mm-hmm. See, it's not enough to just drop out of the conversation altogether. That doesn't prove anything. It well, doesn't prove like that you're right about what you're saying. You know, it seems like, seems to me that you're all good, brother. You know, we're all good. No, you know, I didn't say I was all good. I said we're going to learn from each other, but we're not going to sit here and try and teach anyone. In other words, you're not going to sit here and talk to me like there is something that I'm not aware of. I want you to imagine me as a person who is aware of all things at all times. Because that's how I see you. How would you respond to me if you thought that I was a person who was aware of all things at all times? You would not be trying to tell me anything. You would, we would have a whole different conversation at that point. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm looking yeah. for, brother. All right, brother. Well, can you know, I'm gonna eat, I, res- so, I I'm respect gonna eat you, man. Go ahead. All right. I respect everybody, even you. I respect your knowledge. I know you have a lot of knowledge to share. And I want you to share it. But please, steer clear from trying to tell people how they should be living and how they should be doing things. It's enough. To, it's, it's good to share your, your information. But, but to be like, no, like, I don't even feel like you're, like, telling me how to live, but at the same time, you're, in some way, you are. You know, oh, you got to get your heart right. My heart's right. Okay. I know what I'm right. doing. Okay, I'm going to correct my own mistakes, but I'm also going to correct the mistakes of the system, the legal system, the fiction. The what fiction thing that you say is not real. You say it's you think- not real, but it is real. Okay? What you think the system is real? So you're saying it's not real. I just want to make sure I understand you correctly. You're saying the system is not real, the legal system. Well, apparently in, in the world that I live in, it's so-called reality. It is real, okay? So Allegedly. You hear what I'm saying? Allegedly. Oh. Now. Oh, wait no, a minute. Legal, like I said, the legal system. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. Now. Sorry about that. My belief, 
in my belief, right? Allegedly, even in reality, it's been known that it's real. But, you know, it's real. You know, the government is the government that, whatever. I don't think that's all real at all. You know, I believe they're just our brothers and sisters acting on acting on this so-called allegedly name called government. But behind those clothes and all that shit, I mean, I, I just believe they're our brothers and sisters, just like you and me, talking on this phone. And... And that's the way I see it. I mean, I can't say say it any other way. I mean, you know, you, people like to believe in, you know, government, but that's what I'm trying to get to. I yeah, don't okay. believe that. So we're all brothers and sisters. Okay, fine. That's, I agree with I'm, you. And guess what? I'm a brother that has contracted into a different political society than you. You're a brother in a different political society than me. Are you saying the political society is not real? You can't deny that the political society exists, and that's what I'm trying to get you to recognize. You, as, as much as you want to deny it, there's no getting around it. There is a organized political society, and it is called the legal the legal society. It's real, and it consists of the people. You're not part of it because you have no oath, and you don't want to be part of it, right? Okay, so you don't want to be part of it. Huh? Yeah, I mean, I just like to keep it simple and enjoy the moment. What's this whole fucking bullshit? <sighs> you know? Me too, but you're not, we're not talking about relaxation in life and, and, and chilling on the Bahamas. I want to enjoy the moment too when I'm just chilling on the Bahamas. Okay? But not when I'm in court. I don't want to enjoy that moment. I don't want to enjoy that. No, I don't. I don't have to either. And it's not supposed to be pleasurable. No. I don't have to go to court. There's no personal jurisdiction over me. In other words, I don't have to go to court. So there should not be me taking pleasure in going to court. I don't have to. That doesn't exist. There's no pleasure in that. It's wasting time. It hurts. It hurts to go to court. You understand that? It hurts. You try to act like it's a good thing. It's not. Going to court is not a good thing. When you look at it, and if you embrace the thing, maybe you'll have a Speak clearly. Speak clearly. Let me me mute it. Well, maybe if you had a different view of it, maybe if you embrace the pain, I mean, you'll you'll maybe come to another conclusion. But if you're out there, you know, oh, I don't want to go there because of the fear or whatever the fuck you feel the way it is. Hey, I'm I'm sorry, but that's, I mean, that's your belief. And, you know, you, I can't see it any other way. I mean, I've gotten a court and I'm, I think it's the happiest place on earth. I, The shit I learned there is priceless. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the way I, I never Listen, first of all, I never said that court's not a good place to go. I was, listen to me, let me tell you something. You don't seem to understand. I already know about how to proceed in court. Oh, you do? I don't need your help. I don't. I just, the idea, I only ask you for your information to try to see your perspective. It's not that I need your help. I'm like, well, what would this guy tell me to do? What would he suggest that I do? Since you say you have so much information and you come out across as so persuasive, 
that I feel like I want to ask you. I said, well, what, well maybe, maybe I should ask him, like, what does he have to offer? And then I'm asking you, and you're telling me, nothing really. Just go in there and be genuine. I'm like, okay, well, what, I don't, how does that help me? That doesn't help me at all. You're not, you're not telling me anything by telling me to go into court and be genuine. It doesn't help. Think about that. You're not really helping anybody. The truth is, you should tell people that jurisdiction, okay, is not just made just because the court says they have it over you, but instead, because you volunteered. You volunteered. You submit. I've been saying that. What are you talking I've been saying that you, when people submit to the jurisdiction, submit is a volunteer. You volunteer to the jurisdiction. That's what I fucking got. The, I got the recording. But you haven't said that at all. I've been saying that on. I've been through. <laughs> what? I've been saying that for fucking. I don't know how many times I'm going to talk to you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Then we agree that it takes volunteering. To become a part of it, right? <laughs> awesome. Oh my God, okay, yeah. cool. That's excellent. So we, now we agree. Good All shit, right. man. Let's move on. All right, move on. Yeah, moving forward. Yes. Yep, yes. We don't need to worry about um, explaining to anybody about the legal person anymore. About your your impression of it, your interpretation, about the liability, we don't need to explain it anymore because now, you know, you explained it to me and that's enough, right? See, no, that's not right. See, you still need to be able to cover your ass, okay, sir, with regard to your talking about the legal the liability for the name. You're not addressing the core issue, title. Who holds title to the name that you're using? You understand that? Who holds the title? It's the state. They have the legal title, right? Why don't you mention that ever? How come you never mention that? I'm the only one that mentions it. You don't do that. Explain that to me. But if you that one of the only ones on this fucking call, so why the fuck do I have to mention anything? God damn. No, I'm trying to tell you on these other calls. When we're on these other calls together and other people are like challenging me, you say, wait a minute. Donaldson is right. You see what I mean? Like you, I want someone to fucking step up and be like, yeah, this motherfucker knows what he's talking about. You see what I'm saying? I'm just going to be that I'm just listening at the moment and just trying to see where it goes. And then next, I'll put in my opinion. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, no, that's. You know, the last talk, she, I mean, the last call we just had with the other person, I was just listening. And then everybody fucking chimed out. You chimed out. Brody K chimed out. Everybody chimed My phone out. died. My phone died, actually, is the reason why I had to chime out. Well, I didn't chime out on purpose. Right, well, besides, whatever, everybody else chimed out, and I was just like, okay, let's talk about something. Let's talking about something. Because now there's somebody to talk about. I mean, I was going to mention something and then he left, and then somebody else, and Roddy left, and then I was like, all right, well, I guess I got nothing else to speak about you know, on that subject. And so we moved on to some other subject. 
So what do you end up talking about? Some, I, you know, Illinois in the car, and we, we started mentioning that that's Mike Miller or whatever, and I was like, oh, interesting, I never met this guy. And yes, the guy talked something. But then he starts ranting about some religion about Canada, and I was just like, really? Oh, okay, fine. But in my head, I was like, wait, he doesn't even have first-hand knowledge of that, and he just... He's just going on second-hand. You know, I had my different opinions and beliefs. And I just did a question and I just didn't follow it. So I just found the question. Shit. Are you on speakerphone? Yeah, why? I can tell. Because normally it's louder when I'm... Even if I'm riding down the street and there's a bus, I can usually still hear the voice. Unless the person is on speakerphone, then it's harder to hear. Because I'm riding my bike right now down the street. What were you saying about Roddy Cato? I was, I missed it. That, uh, no, Roddy K left. Like, when you left, Roddy K left. And then it was just me and the Canada boy. And, and he just started ranting about some fucking bullcrap shit about Prime Minister and some motherfucking, that something about Fidel Castro, some bullshit. I'm just like, fine, that's cool and all. But, and so I asked him, is that a rumor or what? And so I was just asking him questions. And seems to me that it's all just rumor. He just, he has no idea what's, like, what the fuck he's talking about. So I just chimed out. And right. Well, there's nothing wrong with asking questions. You know, like, asking questions is actually listen let me tell you something from what i've read right the proper rebuttal the proper rebuttal to a complaint by a legal fiction is not an oral argument in open court but instead it's a proper rebuttal via writing. And then you allow the judge to ask you any questions. And then you answer the questions that he doesn't understand about the pleadings. You see what I mean? Like, if he, if there's something about your pleadings that he doesn't understand, you'll be able to answer that for him or her. Well, the, your uh, position of asking questions is contemptuous as fuck. It's hella contemptuous, and I'm not going to follow it. I'm not going to follow it. Because I know the law. I've been studying for too long to sit here and agree with you blanket like that. I can't sit here and throw out all this years of research just because you sound good. Hey, brother. You sound good, but it's not true. I'm going to tell you right now, you're wrong about your question lining. Lining all these questions like that. You can make all the answer to the question. Now, you should look up that movie. Up. What did you, you say? What did you say? What did you say? That slave answered to the king. And anyways, 
Hey, uh, the movie uh, Roman J. Esquire is a good movie to watch. I suggest you watch it. Oh, I will, I will watch it. I actually deleted that from my phone because it was taking up a lot of space. and it was, But because uh, I had downloaded it from YouTube already. Yeah. I'm going to go eat right now. So you want to go eat and I'll talk to you later or what? Go eat. Dude, go get some fucking food. You deserve it. You fucking go eat good, okay? I'm going to eat some soup right now. I'll still be on the call. Whenever Are you going to be on the call still? Yeah. I'm going to be okay, cool. I'm going to be sitting here listening. Cool. All right. I'll talk to you in a minute. Right. Yep. Bye. All right. Bye. And what happened? Oh, okay. Hills. Yeah, I, I grew up. I grew up in Land of uh, Loose. Yeah. Well, before before it became whatever it became now. Yeah. Uh, I got somebody's asking who is the mentor again. Uh, introduce yourself, Peacemaker. You're Batman's mentor. I would have never got this far without you. <laughs> well, I think you'd have figured it out. Yeah, you got another person on there. You say. Oh, we got, we're doing pretty good. We got, let's see, one, about 10, 11 people on here right now. Hey, is that Mark? Hey, what is this we're listening to? Hey, Mark, say hi to my mentor. The mentor, mentor. hello. Yeah, uh, what is this we're listening to?
basically, uh, hey, you know what? I like what he said right there because he was talking about happiness, and that's in the Constitution. Which is right there. Which is. I know. I'm sure you can like go on and well, way, way back in the day. Yeah, I, uh, one time I had a ticket, and I, he asked me when I was going to pay the fine, and I they found me guilty, and I, he asked me when I was going to pay the fine. And I said, well, when the appeal comes back. And he said, well, until the appeal comes back, you can rest up on the hill. Up in the jail. So they put me in the jail, and uh, I uh, was playing cards with these guys in there. And the two deputies come in, and they said, uh, all right, you're free to go. I said, go where? He said, well, your brother just put up your bail, and uh, you can, uh, you got, you're going out of here. I said, what do you mean? I'm playing cards here. I ain't going no place. He said, well, you're going out here one way or another. So this guy was drunk in there, and he said, good Lord. This guy's got some bail, and he won't go. Well, I went out with one on each arm. So if they, if they throw you out of jail, what they going to do with you? you know? So that's one. But I could go on and on and on, but I'll let somebody else talk. Um, I think uh, Boris don't mind. I think Boris got one of the best stories uh, recently that's out there. Uh, being the only one in the courtroom, he had no witnesses. None of his friends would go in there with him. No family. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was there. Uh... All alone, no friends, no family. All of them think I'm yeah, think I'm a weirdo. No, hey, most, hey, of them, hey, most of them will stay like a, a thousand, you know, a thousand miles away from any courtroom. Right. And Boris, yeah, their way out. When the yeah. And Boris, don't forget to tell them they wouldn't even let you have your court stenographer. Yeah. Oh yeah, I brought in a, <laughs> I, I brought in a, a court reporter one time. And they flat out ran her off. Just, just. I mean, I, I mean, it was great. I just, I mean, I let them do whatever they want. I don't care. I just did it as, as a, as a show. Yeah. I didn't really know what was gonna come of it, so I just, I just did had her in there, and they went off and ran her off. But I went through and said, for the record, I'm here on, for that matter, under threatened arrest to correct a mistake, because I've never been properly noticed, and I'm here with to deal with this matter honorably. And this was for a uh, uh, hearing to revoke a conditional release and throw me into mental mental health, which I call chemical re-education. Yeah. And what had happened is immediately as soon as I said that, he asked me my name. I said, you may call me friend. And the public defender started speaking up. This is Boris, blah, blah, blah. Judge ignored him and went and said, we need to have an evidentiary hearing. And so, and then after he said that, he immediately revoked on the floor of the court two orders to have me committed from the state attorney. They were signed, ready to go. This was a show hearing to get rid of me. This was this is what was going to happen if I didn't show up for this. They just sent me a notice or sent a thing that they were having a hearing. No court date, no nothing. I mean, no uh, 
nothing from the clerk. This is the state attorney sent me a little letter saying, you know, basically the the motion. So I showed up. Everybody, as soon as when I showed up, everybody's like, "What's he doing here?" And I went up, said that, said that, and they immediately called an evidentiary hearing, revoked uh, revoked the orders on the floor. And the next time I went in, I did the same thing. I got up there and said the same thing. And the judge kept on asking me, Mr. Erickson, and kept on talk, trying to talk to me in that voice. And I kept on asking him, under what authority do you have to recognize him by that name? And he wouldn't answer me. So I said, all right, I'm here under threatened arrest and to, to correct a mistake. And I said it three times in the court before, he, before they basically rushed me off to sit me down. Then they had their little spiel where they were talking to the people and every time they went to identify me i said objection you know under, under what authority are they using to determine that i'm that name and this went on and they uh started getting a little irate judge wouldn't even look at me he just kind of slunk over looked at the witness didn't even look my way public defender told me to shut up three or like two times i ignored her and they flipped a, a, court, a computer-generated notice of a hearing, and they, they put it right before me. And I looked, looked over at the bailiff. I go, what happened if I don't sign this? And he goes, don't sign it and find out. So I said, all right. So I put under their, under threat and arrest. Didn't put a signature. I just put under threat and arrest. And I walked out. They drug me back in, and he said, you're going to have to sign this, or, we're gonna, or they're going to incarcerate you. I'm like, all right. As I sign it, under threat and arrest. Give it back to him. The public defender goes, I did it again. So the judge, <laughs> judge by this time, he's just getting a little mad. And he, they, they made me to sign it again. So I signed it again under threat and arrest. And at this time, I, I held it up and I said, my, I said, for the record, my signature is on your piece of paper, but it's done so under threatened arrest of incarceration. And I put it down. Judge immediately started going ballistic, called me criminal, insane, don't know if this is your sickness coming up or something like that. And I just stood there. I had seven people around me, three, three or four, you know, attorneys, a couple bailiffs. And I sat there and I whipped out my phone on the floor of the court and he just went ballistic even more. And I just turned around, you know, as soon as he was done, I said, I just turned around and left. And the next time, the, the two weeks later, they scheduled another hearing. Next time I went in there, they called, they went through a whole bunch of people. You see how everybody does their thing. They go on the yes on that, doing a little thing. And they, they started calling my case. Well, I stood up. I was getting ready to go up there and say it again for a third time. I stood up. Public defender stood up. And some dude I had never seen before materialized out of nowhere. I didn't see him come in the courtroom. I was sitting by the door. He didn't come through any of the other doors in the room. I don't know where he came from, but he he stood up, and he motioned towards me to come into the back room. And the public defender walked with him. And I kind of went back there with, you know, skeptical. And she went on her thing. She goes, Boris, you know, I don't care what you think. This is on, you know, I'm representing you and there, blah, blah, blah. And she started talking to this guy about commitment and, you know, where we need to do this. And he goes, I don't think we need to do that. Then she goes, well, he doesn't think you, this applies to him. And he acts like it doesn't. He goes, he doesn't seem to be bothered by it. And uh, we sat there. She, she's all... Uh, blah blah blah, and, and sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher. See, Mikey, he was talking about voluntariness right there. Voluntary. He doesn't seem to be bothered with it. Left alone. I'm like, yeah, I'm left alone. And then he goes, 
And he goes, well, we can call him once a month or he can call us once a month I go, or when he needs something. I go, I'll call you when I need something. And he goes, all right. And he, well, he left. She went up to the, she went up to the judge. They rescheduled hearing to put in the new order. As I was leaving, the guy stopped me in the hallway and he goes, we're going to call, okay, we, this is what's going to happen. We're going to call this prison intervention. Basically, everybody's going to leave you alone and you call me if you need anything. And he gave me a business card. And I asked him, I go, is everybody happy about this? He said, yes. I was like, all right, thank you for the peaceful solution. And that's where we're at now. So with a, saddled with a public defender, but nobody else around me to, to, to even witness it, it still went off. Although at the time when you're doing it, you're like, okay, what's going on? What's going, you know, what's going on? And uh, when, you, when you sit back and analyze it, you realize they did do their job. I came into the peaceful and having it. He revoked the orders, did his job, made sure I wasn't going to get injured. The other guy came in and cleaned up. He cleaned up everything else. And now I have his card, and he happens to be the forensic program coordinator. And what we found out is every record of every person and everything that goes on is handled through the forensics. They're handled through the medical examiners. They're the ultimate keeper of the record. This guy is the coordinator of all the offices to the public defender. He, he works with the public defender to, pro, to coordinate everything within that whole program huh. to protect the people and to protect the peaceful inhabitants. And what 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 uh, we were thinking is that as soon as I talk to him again, that this matter should be done and over with, all the charges should be gone or settled or however they're going to do it, however they're going to balance the account. And everything should be good. And he's actually like the equivalent of Hades. He's, he's the, the, the balancer of the soul, and mm-hmm. in, in, in their in their in the man-made world, he's the equivalent. That's why you see the little. He has the statue of the woman holding up scales. You know, like like you see outside the justice. But mm-hmm. he's the forensic program, which means he's the balancer of the soul. Right. And he's coming in to take care of the accounts. So I thought it was, it was very interesting when we went back and looked at it. And what it all does, it all follows with the Libra Code. They're doing exactly what they should be doing, provided you give them the testimony as witness. If you fail to testify as a witness, they're going to attach you to it as a as an accomplice or an accessory after the fact. Right. And that's what they're doing. It, it has nothing to do with your paperwork. It has nothing to do with statutes, laws, codes, and regulations. Those all, that's all for their benefit. That's all for them to to do their job, and what and but when you come in and say I'm a peaceful inhabitant, and you back it up with what you say because all you want to do is be left alone. Right. You want them to take care of whatever they're taking care of. You want to be left alone. Once you do that, they have a duty and obligation. And I'm sure if they don't do it, someone's going to come and put a bullet in their head, or they're right. going to take care of it themselves, or they're going to find themselves, you know, on an unemployment line. Right. Well, you know, before the Batman brought this to the surface, the, what was going on there, how to do this, one time I bought a, a load of material, building material, uh-huh. up in this, uh, in, above me here, and uh, I told the guy I didn't want to pay the state tax. And he said, well, what do you got to have? So I started flipping pages, and... Uh, he said, oh, yeah, you ain't got to pay sales tax. So I loaded the truck with about $3,000 worth of stuff and 
my home. It was two weeks later, I get a bill through the mail for the sales tax. So I called him up and I said, what is this bill for the sales tax? He said, I don't think you had to pay it, but there was a statement in here the other day. And he says, you do. I said, well, if you'd have wanted it, you should have had it, took it that day. So I guess you're going to pay the sales tax. So he sued me. So I went up to the state Supreme Court. He called the case, and he, he called us both up to the bench. And, and this guy's lawyer, he uh, presented his case, and the judge says to me, do you understand what he's telling me? And I said, no, judge, I don't understand anything. He said, well, I'll, I'll put it to you so you do understand. He said, uh, you don't pay that sales tax. He wants me to put you in jail. So what do you think of that? So I had a brown paper bag as my briefcase and swung it up on the bench there in front of him and I had a petition written out in handwriting for the lawful money of account of the United States. And I told him, I said, you know what, what the lawful account of the money of the United States is? Write it right in there, and you sign it under oath, and I'll pay in anything you say. And his face got red, and he sat back in his chair, and he started shaking his head no to this lawyer. And he said to him, he said, I'm sorry, but i got to dismiss this right now. And I thanked him very much, and I got up and left. <clears throat> so it's... Uh, I mean, they're they're trying to do their job, but they they gotta have uh, guidance to uh, to know what's going on. You see? Yeah, you 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 presented the evidence. Right. You you made sure that all parties were going to be made whole, provided he could do he could show the authority under which they're making the claim. Right. All he had to do was, you know, put it in there, and he wouldn't put it in there. Because he knew what the lawful money of account of the United States was. And uh, that's the way about everything that... Uh, Mikey, what's the point of this, Carl? About what it is. Of uh, you sharing that. What was that? Well, I was just asking the point. Why were you sharing that information? Can you summarize it? So, so I can understand what you're saying? Just summarize it, you know, like just tell me what what's the what's the the essence of their point. It's a peaceful solution for everybody. It's it's what's the best for everybody? The pursuit of happiness. Okay, so they're talking about going into court and saying, "Hey, I'm here to pursue happiness for everyone." Are you listening? Because everyone has a right to happiness, right? Is that right? I believe. You believe it's not so? about protecting. You have to start doing it. Happiness is you know, nobody can give you happiness. It's you gotta, you know, live it. You gotta do it. You know, it's, and that's it. It's in their independence, the, the Declaration of Independence, the pursuit of happiness. You know. 
Exactly. So by making other people happy, you're, in essence, you're complying with the Declaration of Independence by giving them their happiness. Right? Make it work. That's what I'm saying. How does the law reflect what you're saying? You know what I mean? Like, how does, how does the law reflect this shit? You're not. We're seeing the law only benefits them, you know? And we're just there to give them, you know, as a witness, uh, testimony, they can do their job. Hey, how about this? Put the, put the recording back on. Here's some more of that shit. Sorry, I'm not trying to make no demands. I'm just commanding. Sounds like you like it, huh? It's a good shit. It's all about authority to do something. And if you don't have the authority to do it, then why are you doing it? And as soon as you bring it up, you presented the evidence. That's now they have to demonstrate they have the authority to come and do whatever it is they're trying to do. That's right. Yeah. Uh, a peacemaker. Right. I got, uh, I'm not sure which one he is there, but Nathan's online here. Maybe you guys might like to say hi to one another. Oh, there, Nathan. Hear me, Nate? Oh, I think he's, I think he's signed in. <laughs> uh, I think he's just on the computer. Who is he? Yeah, he, he can't talk, but he oh, can he can type in. Well, anyway, you said hi. I imagine he says the same. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't mean to interrupt you guys. Anybody else got stories? Or you guys want to tell some more? <laughs> Let somebody else in there. Uh, that's really the only story I really have. <laughs> I mean, other than the fact that, you know, I got pulled over one time while working, and I was working for a delivery company to help take out taxi or a restaurant delivery. And I'm doing 60 out of 45. Cop pulls me over. <laughs> the only thing I can ask, he asked me who I work for, and I asked him why. Do you want a menu? And <laughs> he let me go. I mean, it was just, you know, that's the only other story I really have, but I thought that one was great. Well, those, uh, those troopers or those uh, police officers, as I said, you got to treat them like your kid brother, you know. They, yeah. And, uh, they're waiting for you to take a swing at them. They, uh, oh, they're they're already they're already prepped and ready to go oh, for yeah. for a guy who's got a hurt on because you know it's like they say every stop is unique and we don't know what to expect. So we always expect the worst. Right. And uh, so when they come up to your car, they're already high strung as it is. So right. anything is going to set them off. I guess and if you can if you can diff- diffuse that whole situation, chances are you, then you'll do better. Right. I had a. Log loader one time, it's all beat up, no license, no nothing on it. I used it on the landing to load just to load logs. We was moving from one spot to the other. And this trooper went by me. His head was like it was on a swivel. And I see him hit brakes and he turned around and he came after me. Put his lights on the siren and I got down to this intersection crossroad and I pulled off and I see him get out of his car. He said Justin is Billy Club and taking the tether off his gun, you know. 
What can I say? Yes, sir. What can I do for you? He said, well, you can produce a registration and an insurance card. I said, geez, I'm sorry, sir. I can't do that because I haven't got one. And I said, according to the vehicle and traffic, your vehicle and traffic law, if I if you've got your book with you, I'll, I'll show you why. So he went back and he got his book and he brought it up there and I forget what section it was, but it says that truck cranes, forklifts, golf carts, etc. need no registration. And he started writing the ticket. And I said, what are you doing? I just proved to you that I'm within the law. And he said, well, that's your say. And I said, that's what the book says that you go by. So he was writing the ticket, and I said, well, I can't take the ticket under those circumstances. He said, well, if you don't take the ticket, we go to the judge. I said, well, wait a minute. I'll pull my truck over here out of the road. And, no, you leave it right there. He said, we're going to throw it away. So I got out of the truck, and I said, well, where do you want me, front or back? <laughs> oh, I'll move the radar. He said, if you just take this ticket... I could go on my way, and you could go on yours. I said, no. You moved the radar, and I'll go down to the judge with you. So I went down, took me in front of the judge, and he told the judge what was going on. I said, the judge asked me, and I said, well, I was going down the road mind my own business, paying the law. And this guy pulls me over for some reason, and here I am. And... Uh, that says, how you plead? I said, well, I don't see why I should plead because I haven't done anything. He said, well, if you don't plead, I'll have to plead for you. And I said, now, wait a minute, Judge. You can't come down off that fence and act as my attorney. And you can hear the clock ticking on the wall. I said, that's a violation of the separation of powers. You're judicial and you would be legislator. If you did that, making law. Well, I mean, he said, all right, well, you go get that truck and you get it off the road and, and uh, I'll dismiss this right now. Well, I said, wait a minute, he's going to pull it away. I either, want my, I either want the truck or I want a receipt for it. Get out of here and go get that truck. And get going, he said. So the trooper thanked me for not getting violent. I said, sir, there's no violence here. And that was the end of that. But, uh, you got you got to show them the way to go because they don't know. They know one thing, and that's it. Yeah, well, what it is, uh, there's no compassion or love in oh, the no. public. Nope. And then there's, and then when you come in as a private, you have to show them compassion and love, right. and show them and guide them down that path. Right. right. Because they're they're just there to do one thing. They're there to keep peace. Yeah. And and you know, when war when war is the way they keep peace, so they're prepared to go to battle each and every time with each and every person that comes up right. to them. And you got to come in as a peaceful and have it. And when you do, you defuse that dynamite stick that's sitting right in front of you right. on the top. Sometimes I, I 
I just stuck out my hand to shake hands with him, and he won't speak with me. Well, you know, I used to ask the cop one day, I go, man, it must be rough on you. He's like, what? I go, seeing everybody as a criminal, seeing everybody as a belligerent. And he didn't answer me, just kind of shook his head to walk away. Yeah. You know, because that's what they're trained to do. They're trained to look at everybody like they're they're belligerent until they until they identify who you are. And all they're really looking for is who are the people who's going to disrupt the system. That's right. That's all they're looking for. That's right. And it, and when you go before the judge, all he's looking for is if you have a if you're if you're a belligerent, or if you're a peaceful inhabitant and it's done through notices, and if you have a contract with the enemy or with the adversary, then he's going to enforce that contract. And that's all he's looking for. There's nothing else. All this other stuff, all the paperwork is all hearsay, has no weight, no meaning, no, no nothing unless you well, agree to it. The Batman there used to file a, oh my God, tons of papers, you know. Don't rub it in. Now he don't file any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, my my court case, man. They they brought it in. I just looked at it, which he held up, but I shook my head. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I put that much paper in there." <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got a file of his up there. <laughs> I guess I guess I have to shred it. You don't need you don't need it anymore. Use it as kind use it as kindle and get your fire started. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's so simple. It's pathetic. You just can't wrap your mind around it the way, we, you know, we've been taught and raised and conditioned to why question right. authority, so-called authority. Right. And, and when you, yeah, when, Lynn, you want to tell your story? <laughs> Lynn did it pretty good with the codes enforcement officer down yeah. there. And um, I run a few of them off myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Hello, Lynn. Hey, Hi, Bob. Peacemaker Bobby, it don't matter. But yeah, we ain't seen the codes enforcement officer since. It was funny. We tied their court up, little city court. We got our own court stenographer and everything in there. That's before I figured out I didn't need to do all that paperwork and stuff. Right. And we went in there, and uh, I'll tell you, that judge was smooth. He couldn't read Lynn's paperwork. He couldn't recognize it. You know why? He had it face down on the table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you forget to read yeah. yeah, yeah, you should have printed it on both sides. Yeah, but oh, uh, the thing is, now you don't even need to print it. Just where's the contract? Yeah, but that, uh, that codes enforcement are now. What's that? It's what it comes down to now. Yeah, but, but that codes enforcement officer, he more or less committed to committing a felony. Uh, it's it. I asked him. Uh, you made a, well, I think you should, told him you made an armed trespass. <laughs> I said, I did? Or no, I didn't. He said, I said, well, she said, you come in, you come, uh, you come on the property with a police officer, didn't you? Yeah. He had a gun, didn't he? Yeah. 
Well, isn't that an armed trespass? <laughs> you want to see him just look? <laughs> didn't know what yeah. to say. I w- he's lucky. He's lucky we didn't know what we knew to know today because, you know, what I would have said to that judge. I said, Judge, this man just confessed it to a felony. What are you doing about it? Yeah, right. <laughs> you see? Yeah. You don't got to zoom. Just point out to their masters that they did a no-no, and their masters will straighten them out. Right. And you'll find before long, the police officers say, hi, how you doing? They treat you real nice. Yeah. We have no problem with the police here. They come. In fact, one stopped not too long ago, and Lynn come out with this kind of scared look on her face. And the officer right away says, oh, no, no, Mrs. Simmons, it's okay. It, it's not, not just talking to him about the truck over here. <laughs> Nice as could be, man. It's you know. So that troop, that trooper that stopped me when, when I had the log loader there. Yeah. My son drove a cement mixer down in the city, and there's this '88 goes right through the city highway, and he was patrolling that, and, and three or four times he pulled my son over and he said, "What did I do now?" He said, "Well, I just wanted to see how." Ask you how the old man was doing. <laughs> and that was it. I didn't let him go. Well, they aren't all bad. They're, uh, yeah, they got, as I say, you got to treat them like your kid brother and lead them down the path because they yeah. don't know any better. Uh, you, need, you need to give them the evidence they need to do their job. That's right. You start skirting the issue and acting like you're hiding something. Right. You know, they, got, they got hound dog and they're going to yep. start sniffing you out. I learned that. I learned that about the sheriffs. Deputy sheriffs come over here and serve papers. I noticed something. I, I just didn't follow through on it. When he showed the papers, I said, nobody here by that name. In fact, the guy's turning around going back getting in his car. Yeah. Now, but me, I got to say, hey, what's it about? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, well, nobody here by that name. What do you care? You know what I mean? Now you got them sniffing. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're going to jail. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that that paper he's carrying is just an offer. And if you accept it, well, now you got a contract. Right. So it's got nothing to do with me. See you. Have a nice day. Yeah. Curiosity killed the cat. And I learned yeah. how. I learned, <laughs> I learned why the hard way. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, my daughter's recent. My daughter's recent ticket, I, we just uh, put a uh, no contract, signed, dated, and sent it back. That's a good idea. And yet, but, you know, so far, so that's the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, Mark, why don't you tell them about your little episode there with the, uh... oh, the hospital. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, do have, I do have a good story, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to talk about having my garbage can stolen, but, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the hospital first. <laughs> yeah, everybody, I uh, 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 I had the U.S. Postal Service uh, inspector call me to uh, um, uh, take and here, get you on, I'm in the right place here. I want to get you on the speakerphone here. And, uh, so oh, I, I called the when I got back to the house. I, uh, I I called the local police to report a freaking telephone crime, you know. And uh, so uh, 
it came up. Uh, well, actually, when I, I told him, I said, well, what's your name? And I said, well, I don't know that I have a name, but uh, I'll give you permission to call me Mark. And and so uh, so then two squads showed up and uh, uh, playing good cop, bad cop. And uh, they, uh, they, they, they eventually said, well, you know, after I started kind of giving them a little bit of dissertation, they said, well, uh, something doesn't sound right here. And I said, what do you mean it doesn't sound right? I'm giving you evidence here, so why don't you uh, go investigate it? He says, no, it's not what we're talking about here. You know, he's taking drugs or you're missing your medication or something. I mean, your wife home, is everything okay in the house? I'm like, going, dude, man, I mean, what's your what's your issue here? You know, I need you to report a crime. And uh, so as they turned that around on me, uh, or attempted to turn around on me, I, uh, 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 or they did it, they did a good job turning around. But either way, I just kept my kept on point, kept on notice um, that uh, that uh, any 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 attempts to recognize me by the name is is going to be be under personal liability, and that uh, you know I just I, you know, I'm just giving you a notice that I just, you know I don't want any harm coming to you. And they said, well, we don't think anything's going to happen to us. I said, well, I guess with the police system, if you wanted, then, you know, I should have thrown a tooth fairy in that one, too. But so, so, uh, so then I guess they, they snuck an uh, ambulance up the road, and uh, they said, well, you're going to have to voluntarily go in for a mental evaluation. I said, no, no, I'm not volunteering to go anywhere. I don't have any problems. You know, I need you all to do your job. And they said, no, you need to volunteer to go. I'm like, I was like, oh, Oh, you, I mean, you're going to force me to volunteer to go, is what you're saying. I said, I said, no, no, I don't consent to this unlawful action, and I don't consent to this authority. I didn't, I didn't use them from where, where you derive your authority to make that legal determination. You know, things are spinning at the time. But, you know, I threw out what I needed to, at least for what worked for me. Uh, for them, they probably didn't have any paperwork unless they had to write something about when they pulled the taser out. And I, I looked behind me, and I go, I go, oh, okay, I see. You're taking me by the sword. And uh, yeah, and I said, that, okay, this is it here. You, you take me by the sword, and it's like $50 million. And it's, uh, I didn't have to spend it. They're under threat and duress. And they said and they, made, they said they made record of it because I heard her say that. And here I was alone. My daughter was on the other side of the truck, and she's starting to flip out. And uh, But she's a little stronger about the whole deal. Good thing my wife was in town. And uh, so then uh, so I, so I was like, um, she said, okay, turn towards the uh, turn towards the, uh, the truck. And she wanted to kind of give me a little push. And I kind of turned my head and looked back and said, sweetheart, you don't need to make it any worse. And I just kind of pushed my hands behind and said, I said, I'm under threat and duress. You don't need to freaking tase me, beat me, and, and act like, you know, like, like I'm somebody that, that needs to be taught something, you know. Right. So I'm on, way into, I'm on my way to the ambulance, and uh, they had three, three of the bodies sitting there, and I said, you are all witnesses of an illegal action. You're all accessories to the crime. If you can't, you can put me into this thing. If you, if you continue with this, you each owe me $50 billion, which I just wrote a $150 billion bill to Alina Taxi Service. Well, ambulance service uh, two days ago. So I'm gonna—I don't know if I'm gonna fulfill that bill, but you know, it depends if they want to drop the insurance claim they added on, which I also put the insurance claim. And I noticed from what authority are they uh, 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 making adjustments on the account? Well, anyway, so I'm on my way to the hospital, 
And, uh, and we get there, and, and for some reason, someone left a radio ahead because there was like a freaking parade welcoming there. I mean, it must have been 20 people. They must have got, how can a guy that, that says these certain things, you know, and, and, and as soon as the door opened, I, I started pointing at each and every single thinking one of us, you, 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 and you, and you back there over there too. You're all witnesses to crime. And you're going to owe me $50 billion if you, if you don't do something and go call somebody to say, hey, this is an illegal action against a, a peaceful inhabitant. And I don't want to do that. They all scatter like mice. And, uh, uh, same, same thing when the, when the nurses showed up, the doctors showed up, they hauled me up into the ward. Uh, everybody that I'd seen, I was just hammering them with the same thing. You, you know, leave your number here. I need to, I need your address. I need to know where to send the summons. Set up a couple of, uh, you know, they figured, okay, we're going to set up the sweethearts now. Let's pop them up with women. And uh, the one one said, well, you're not going to, you know, include us in this. I said, you're witness to the crime. I just gave you evidence. Or do you think it's because you're going to shake your booty in front of me that I'm going to slap it up? You're out of your mind. And she stuck out her, at, at, at the end of that, uh, she stuck out her head. I said, don't take this as any type of agreement and consent here, you know. I'm just, you know, I'm just being a friendly guy. And the just say, hey, you know, look, look, you know. This is a peace offering here. You can go out of the door and you can go you can go tell the people that I've been illegally uh, uh, kidnapped. So so I, when I it was a, it was pretty cold up there and her hand was just dripping wet. Um, <laughs> the doctor he came in. Uh, well, those two girls were after the doctor. Uh, that, uh, he started giving some small talk and I said, Whoa, whoa wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, what does this have to do with the crime that's being committed? You know, so I started hammering with the same stuff, kidnapping, selling his prison, you know, $50 billion uh, for any any contract he wants to try to adhere to me, which they, they, they did by, by billing the, uh, uh, assuming that I consented and billed the uh, insurance pl- uh, uh, policy that uh, my wife holds for the family here. And uh, we basically ran out of the door. And, uh, uh, you know, we got to about the 24th hour. And it was a 72-hour hold. It was a 72-hour order under a statute for mental evaluation. They always like that number of 72, three days, three days of contract. So obvious. And uh, and I was walking out. I had to go use the John. I wouldn't accept any any food. I wouldn't accept any water. You know, the uh, uh, the gal comes walking in and says, you know, after the doctor had, had thought he had a consent with me, came in with medication, some some sort of medication, you know, for chemical rehabilitation. <laughs> You know, and I, they just thought I was a little sparky. I'm like, oh, well, hell, I'm sparky. You know, what do you think? You know, you're freaking coming and kidnapping. What do you expect? And she asked, she was like, I got your medication for you. I said, what's the, what's the, what's the uh, uh, rule of possession? And she was, well, I don't know. I said, well, nine-tenths of the law is possession, right? She was, yeah. And I said, well, whose pills are they? <laughs> I said, I ain't taking the freaking pills. So he said, I said, these guys, you know, because they're crying. Yeah, I smackety. So, uh. So I went, uh, so I, 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 24th hour, um, I, I, I walk out, I had to go use the John, and uh, one of the nurses was trying to handle one of the drool buckets that needed to be up there, and uh, was falling over and knocking over chairs and furniture and stuff, you know, and, and this guy was sitting behind there, and he obviously looked like the, the doctor of the night or something like that, and he kind of looked, he came up to me, looked at me, he says, Mark, I said, no. Well, that's what it says on your chart. I said, well, what do you mean on my chart? I pat myself down. I said, I don't have a chart on me. And he says, well, it's on my desk. And I said, give him the rules of possession again. And he goes, 
And so besides, then I her to a crime. I've been kidnapped and held against my will. You know, there's selling imprisonment if you don't do something uh, to uh, inform the authorities that this is, uh, this is happening. He said, well, I didn't do this to you. And I said, doesn't matter. You're an accessory. You know, if you don't do anything, you're an accessory. I went over to the toilet, came back to the, into the room. I kept myself in solitary. I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, uh, public with anybody. And, uh, and uh, uh, next thing I know, it was about maybe 10, 15 minutes. I didn't have a clock up until the time. But it was short. He comes walking and he says, uh, the, uh, the, the, the doctor uh, decided to uh, derelict you. And I said, it's a pop motherfucker, you know. <laughs> and uh, and I, I said, I got to call my daughter. And, uh, you know, I don't want her to be standing around because I know how you guys monkey around with, you know, you know, getting people out of these buildings. You know, and I, and I, I don't want her sitting out there waiting on me after you guys do this to me. He says, uh, he says it'll be about a half hour. I said, you better make it 15 minutes. Sure as heck, I was out there in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it took 24 hours, but, you know, I just stayed on point. I said, you know, by what authority, you know, I'd be better at it now. Now it's a few weeks later. But, uh, yeah, it's just telling them, hey, you know, I'm notifying you personally. I see you face-to-face right now. You are now personally liable. No paper involved. Right. Well, you had to teach it. Yep. Well, everybody, I have got to sign off right now. So I hear from you, Peacemaker. Uh, yep. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, thanks for calling in. I really appreciate it. Right. Uh, Batman will let me know when the next call is going to be. All right, see what happens. You bet. Have a good Enjoy day. your evening. Yeah. You bet. Good night. All right, man. Good meeting you. You bet. Now, anybody out there got anything to add or any questions? Uh, uh, testimonies, I'm always like listening to other people's success stories. How many people you got online right now? Uh, Mike, I'm going to hang up now. I'll see you later, man. You have a good night. Yeah, good call. Hey, by the way, we're going to have another one tomorrow. See you. Yeah, sounds good. See you later. I'll add this also for everybody else that's listening. I, I've been I've been working notices to all the entities of billing agencies for everything I, I, I've been uh, operating uh, under or with. Uh, I have the use of, the, the use rights of my uh, my my telephonics and uh, and uh, electrical and uh, gas all being under attack. Uh, they keep trying to put the gas on. I keep cutting the lock off. I, you know, I caught them one time. I called that police once, and uh, the police wouldn't do anything. And I just, uh, you know, I was, I was telling her, hey, you, you got to put a report in. This is this is a felony. She says, no, you got to call. You got to call Comcast. And so, you know, I just found out a letter and sent it out to the police chief on that one. But um, interesting enough as it is, with all the notifications, you know, slowly but surely, you know, short forest has got a couple saplings. Uh, I did very little with the city for which I, I sojourn, okay? And uh, I think the one thing I did is I talked to the, the, the city tax assessor as I was actually went into the chief of police, which they gave me a street beat, who was about as dumb as a box of nails anyway. But, uh, you know, I don't want to put him down, but the deal is that he wanted, he wanted to see it his way and, and he wouldn't he wouldn't hear anything. So I just put him on notice and, and, and left the piece of paper behind and then went on my merry way. But on the way by the assessor's office, 
which I think they're the ones that are doing all the bills and stuff for water and licenses. You know, they're doing all the adjustments of the uh, accounting up there at the Spencer's office, I assume. And, uh, and and when we all started on this, I, I had received a letter from them after I questioned, you know, the word your property assessment, you know, who's, who do you mean your? I mean, how, how do you determine it's my, you know? So as it went on, uh, I just, I, 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 I got the guy to come out front and, uh, and I, I, yeah, say, remember uh, that one letter that came to that had, uh, you know, fr- from, from me? And he says, oh, you're the one that wrote that? And I said, yeah, I, I just want to make sure that you're clear on that you're not to recognize me by that name. That's about all I did to that guy. Nothing very unfriendly, just, you know, it was a nice little talk. He said, it's an interesting way you look at things, you know. And I said, well, you just, you know, you need to be informed. That's all I'm doing, and, you know, that's why I'm here today. And I figured I'd knock on your door, you know, on your desk, on your counter that you came to, and just let you know the deal. Well, the past two months, I've signed the water the water bills as property in the United States we send to the owner uh, in care of the United States Treasury put a rubber stamp on it with that uh, generic language of uh, uh, deposit for credit on account or exchange for back the one I used and a lawful discharge is uh, is the um, is uh, was uh, exchange for non-regional federal reserve notes on my first one the second one is with lawful discharge instead the water bill has been adjusted. They know. And when 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 the corporations learn that you're the heir of the account, you know, someone's gonna fuck hard, you know, like they're doing with the gas and they're doing with the electric and they did with the phone, they did with the internet, they did with the garbage cans, they came and took my garbage can on Monday. That's <laughs> 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 the thing, hey. You know, when am I gonna get my chance? Stand in front of the, uh, stand in front of the, for, for for a witness. You know they're they're passing their own summary judgment. You know their own tactic. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, you know they're, they're they're assuming that I'm 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 quiet about it, and they're assuming that the jurisdiction and it's, 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 it's to the contrary. I, I write to them almost weekly. You know, twenty letters of group probably go out. And uh, you know that water bill is, is a, a phenomenal piece of uh, information to work with. That, it does work. It's just, just getting the energy to realize who you are. Well, yeah, it's uh, people don't realize that all these things out there are natural resources. And exactly. I think a big question to ask these people when they send you notice, now they're just sending you notice that they're going to turn you off. I think a simple question is, by what authority do you have to shut this off? Just give me a sworn affidavit under penalty of perjury, properly notarized, true and correct. And uh, fine, do what you got to do. But other than that, I never noticed anyone to shut it off. Yeah, and, and the thing is, I've yet to, uh, you know, uh, I I personally just to add to that, Batman, is I've sent out enough of those, say, uh, under penalty perjury, uh, what, what authorization do you have to shut this off? And on second note, is if, if you're requiring payment, payment and what? Under on the penalty of perjury, what is it you're requiring? You know? Yeah. And they always, and I send this up to the chief financials and some of the chief uh, uh, agents up there, but they always send me their bullet takers to answer for them. You know, like Comcast. I write to the CFO, CEO, CAO, and I've been trying to find the attorneys now, the transmitting utilities, uh, but uh, but they always send me their bullet takers. The escalation specialist, I like, she's always like a debt collector. 
the thing of it is, uh, I'm thinking, I haven't researched it yet, but the people in charge of natural resources might need to be notified of what these people are doing. Yeah, Department of the Interior. Yeah, yeah, that's up to that extent. Because, uh, you know, it's like somebody trying to reroute a river. Who'd you call? Natural resources would be all over them. You know, the Department of Agriculture. That's on, I bet if you look, you'll find on most of the state seals, you'll find agriculture and commerce. That's the, the shield they're working under. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that, that's under international, their international law because of the, the Hague Convention of uh, Part 55. It uh, means, it uh, basically states that they have to protect all the assets of the agricultural and the commercial and everything else and the capital associated with it, which is why, you know, what Gene Keating found is that we're considered agricultural resources. And I'm like, okay, that's what they consider us in that realm so they can offer us protection in international law and keep it hidden, put in plain view. Yeah, you also mentioned uh, uh, public uh, utilities commission one time for uh, Boris. Yeah, public utilities commission. I don't know. I don't know if every state has. I know Florida does. No, I, don't Florida every, does. I don't know if every other state does though. Yeah, but they may have something. Yeah, they may have something considered to. But it's but it's all they're all use of rock. They're using the fruit, and uh, with with that they with that they have certain obligations that go with it. Yeah, but they don't have obligations to people who contract out of it. Right, right. You can contract out of it at any time. And, you know, it's the unlimited, you have unlimited right to contract. But well, you know, what it also says is you have the unlimited right not to contract. Right. But the, the point I'm trying to get at here is when you go in there accepting that name and become an agent of the state. Right. Now, you, now you become liable because now you're using assets of a trust for personal benefit. Right, whereas if you keep it on the other side, saying, hey, I'm a peaceful inhabitant, yeah. now they got to protect you just like the birds and the bees and the horses and the rivers and the fishes. That's right, because you're now, you're, you're now capital, uh, capital of the natural resources. And uh, I think that's really, you know, finding the right agent to give him testimony of your position is, is, is the hardest part I'm finding. I think yeah. i got a few leads, but... Uh, I think it can be that simple when it's all said and done. Yeah. Well, it's about keeping it simple, pretty much. So, what the fuck are we out doing? Uh, let's see what else I can play. I'll be doing this. I had them. I still have all these files I actually got down. I don't know where I would be if it was for this. All right, cool. Um... I'm going to play a recording that I uh, got sent a couple of days ago. Uh, yeah, it's called regarding account number, I believe. Uh, and for, uh, I apologize. 
claiming that I owe, and uh, I would like to to know who is claiming that I owe it, and I'd also like to know when I can speak with them so I can immediately take care of this debt honorably. Okay. This. Oh, I apologize. I have a date of birth as correct? I don't believe that I'm going to be giving any information like that out to people that I don't know. I I have yet to meet the person who's actually making a claim that I owe something. I'd be happy to discuss those kind of details with the man or woman that's actually claiming I owe them something. Okay. Well, I have to verify something. I could be last word, social, date of birth, or address. Well, now, if I owed anyone something, they would probably have that information. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you to confirm it. I have an address. I'm, what was your first name again? Oh. Julie. Are you the one making the claim today that I owe something? Sir, no, I'm a manager here. Okay. Is that your address or no? I, I cannot go any further. Uh, Julie, I, I really can't go any further with you unless you are the one actually making the claim with firsthand, firsthand personal knowledge that I owe a debt to someone. Are you that? No, sir, I'm not. So I guess well, I would love to get in touch with that person so I can settle this honorably and immediately. Well, I cannot give you any more information until you verify that you are this person. I apologize. Well, you know, if, if there's a debt owed, I'm certainly obliged to take care of it. And, uh, you know, you let me know who to, who, to, who to actually, you know, write the check out to because, and before I do that, I'm going to have to actually speak to them so we can go over, uh, you know, refresh my memories to, to the contract or whatever, whatever kind of obligation that I'm involved with. Because uh, I don't believe I recall being involved with, uh, like, who is this? I'm, I mean, with you, Julie, where you actually said you're not part of this, but I guess this is Phoenix Financial Services, LLC. Is that correct? Yeah, so I don't, I don't recall having any kind of business with them. But if I but if I have some kind of business with a man or a woman that you guys know of, um, and that they are owed something by me, uh, I am very happy to take care of that immediately. Okay. Well, have a wonderful day. If you'd like to ID yourself, feel free to call back. Okay. <clears throat> um. Well, how do you ID yourself? Uh, verify your address, date of birth, or social. Well, that wouldn't be ID, would it? That that would be because I'm not a social or a date of birth, am I? I mean, is, is that not adequate? No, it's not. I'm sorry. I'm trying to follow the law, so that's adequate for the law. Yeah, I, I, I believe I'm trying to follow the law, too. And if there's something I owe, uh, would, wouldn't it make sense for me to speak to the one I owe it to so I can take care of this honorably? Okay, well, that's not me. So if you change your mind, you call back, okay? You have a wonderful well, day. Do you know Do you know of anyone that I can pay today? I mean, what, is there anyone that's actually making a claim that I can speak to? But, you know, obviously you're not. So, so do, you, do you have a name for me? And the, and the calls and the collection letters stopped there. They all got to me. You just admitted when I called you. This controversy, if there is such a thing. I've got a bill that's turned over on you. Now, when you say turn on you, who is you? Okay. Now, who, who's uh, 
who exactly is claiming that with first-hand knowledge? Uh, what, what, what I've been led to believe is CBD Collections, Valdosta, and Amaya Reed, whoever those are, uh, is making a claim. Is that correct or is that not correct? It's turned over to us for a collection, yeah. Well, here's the... I'm going to play a couple of songs. Think about it. This is a journey we start to realize hey, maybe I'm the fuck up. Until the final frontier comes about. And he realizes something so priceless. 
Got you living under the alias known as your name. Thank you. 
the voices in your head. to answer. You don't have to answer. <laughs> Hallelujah. Things got the number. I think they got the alias that you've been living under. Number. All the voices in your head. The alias that you've been living under, boys and girls. You don't have to answer. Remember that. It all comes down to our choices and beliefs. Here's another good one. The Madrid Man. Acting strangely. Don't be surprised. I'm not what you see. I've come to help you with your problems so we can be free. I'm not a hero. I'm not a savior. Forget what you know. 
circumstances. So no one else can see my true identity. That was a good song. You're going to get off now. Have a good night, Gus, and uh, anybody else that was considered. All right, well, I'm out. I'm fucking tired. Probably going to go to sleep as well. It's been a long night, long day. So, have a good one, guys. Love you guys.